Welcome to CBS Soap Dish Recap, a podcast about your favorite CBS soaps. Each week, we deliver the best hard-hitting analysis of the previous week of The Young and the Restless and The Bold and the Beautiful. Now, here's your hosts. Hey, Good evening. How are you? Hey, I am so glad that you are back. You on the week that it was, oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. (laughs) Okay, let me bring, go ahead, Mm -hmm. what are you about to say? I mean, you are not wrong. It was good. Yeah, especially today on Bold. Oh my gosh. Oh man. Okay, so let me bring on the YouTube side. Hold on, okay? All right. Okay. Hey, you guys. I'm hoping they can hear me. I call myself starting the show, but um, let me see. Can you guys hear me in the chat? Okay, here we go. Here we go. There's a delay, obviously, on the YouTube side. All right. Oh, my gosh. I know everybody came wait to talk about Liam. Hey, Bree. <laughs> Hi, Hi, everybody. Happy Friday. Hey, 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 listen, we got Trish on the line because Keisha had a girls' night out that she had to go to, so she was not happy. She was not happy about not being able to be on tonight's live. (laughs) It's okay. Go ahead, I'm sorry. No, it's okay. She might pop in. You never know with Keisha. (laughs) Yeah, she might just pop in, so... Yeah, she was really, really wanted to talk about today's episode of Bold. So, I mean, serious. Gee, I wonder why. Mm hmm. (laughs) Really? All right, let's go ahead and get this show on the road. Hey, you guys, welcome back to CBS Soap Dish Recap, where this week it's going to be Bree, Trish, and myself. And we're going to be doing the recap for the week of November 13th through November 17th for both shows. We usually do the Young and the Restless first, and then we do the Bold and the Beautiful in the second half. And then we got who's going to take several seats this week, and we got to flip the script. So if there's a particular scene or storyline that you wish you could change, that's where you flip the script. All right, you guys. So we're going to go ahead and get this show on the road. We're going to start with the Young and the Restless first. Also, before I start the summary, if you are new here, hit that subscribe button. Make sure your notifications on. I know I've been getting somebody asking me to send me the notification so they can get the videos. I can't send you the notification. You have to do that on your side of YouTube. And when you click subscribe, it'll ask you, do you want all notifications? That's what you select. I have no control over how you subscribe. So 
I'm sorry. I wish I could help you or send you a notification, but I can't do that. It's not in my hands. Um, and then um, if you make sure you get the likes in this video because it's going to be an interesting evening, to <laughs> say the least. I mean, my dope nation, what y'all drinking? Mm. <laughs> what, what do you mean, Trish? Yeah. I, so I'm, I am actually, I'm having Dr. Pepper right now. Oh, okay. Dr. Pepper yeah. plus. <laughs> it's yeah, so good. Plus, plus, plus it's, what, Trish? It's my vice. <laughs> mm -hmm. Well, I am having a glass of wine with a splash of water. <laughs> no, is the splash of water for your face or for the wine or in a different glass? <laughs> I mean, it can't be all alcohol. So I'd have some okay. form of, of, of water. So okay. with a splash of mm -hmm. water. <laughs> mm -hmm. And what about you, T? What's up? I just got water. I don't drink, so okay. <laughs> I just got me some water over here, but I know some of y'all do so, and I know there's a lot of happy dope fans, so <laughs> we had some good laughs today. Yes, it's we actually did. it's been a decent week so far for both mm -hmm. shows, but B and B definitely took it this week. Yeah. Okay, so let's go ahead and break it all down. We're gonna start with the Young and the Restless for the week of the 13th through the 17th. Summer imagines telling Sharon that she'll fight for Chance, and Phyllis is accused of disrespecting boundaries. Oh, nope. Too far back. That was last week. Sorry. All right. Victoria feels Nikki betrayed her. Adam confesses to deceiving Victor and Nikki agrees to meet Claire. Aunt Claire drugs Nikki at the lake house. Victor wants Victoria to dump Nate and Cuckoo Chloe hounds Sally about Adam. A very doped up Nikki wakes up to Claire being capped. I mean, kidnapped by Claire and tries to escape. Nate urges Victoria not to leave Newman, and Kyle walks out on Audra's scheme. Nikki is caught and drugged by Claire doing an escape attempt, and Diane asks Kyle to be a mole for the abbot. And then last but not least, Claire knocks Nikki off the wagon as Jordan reveals herself, and Jill and Lily warn Devon about Tucker and Mamie. So, Ooh. you know what? The two biggest stories, well, the biggest story this week is this whole thing with Nikki. She took the cake this week. So we got other little storylines, like this thing with, um, well, that kind of leads into it. Because there's two parts of Newman. Because you got the part back in General City with Victor and the kids. And then you got the part of Nikki Newman over in Oregon. So... Um, what else is outside of that? Well, we had that little bitty part about Chance. He's out of the hospital. And Nina and Summer. Well, yeah, let's go ahead and get that out the way. What do y'all think about that? Nina does not care for Sharon at all. She, she, she would gladly replace Sharon if she could. She's trying. To, this is fake. This is fake, being fake nice. The entire waste. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I think she, she's tired of her, her son's choices in women at this point. I would agree. And I think the way he looked at Summer, I mean, we all saw that. That was a very endearing look. And it wasn't like, 
there, there was something behind his eyes when he looked at Summer when she had walked in and said, it's good to see you, glad you're out, whatever. Um, when he looked at her and she looked at him, they looked like they were very, very happy to see each other. And Sharon was like, what is happening? I'm sitting right here. That was funny. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, what is happening? What's happening? It's like what's happening is you are mad at your ex-husband's daughter's love interest. You, you, you're trying to compete with with Phyllis's daughter. This is what happens when you compete outside of what a fling should be. Because this is all this was between Summer, not Summer Chance, between Sharon and Chance. We never really saw like a deep connection for us to be invested in as fans. As far as we know, this was just a rebound that Mm -hmm. went way too long. Yep. You are absolutely hold on one second. Yeah, you are absolutely correct by that. You know, because of the fact that it's the way they put it together over this past, what, maybe seven or eight months. You know, they had them kind of went on one date. Then we didn't see Chance and Sharon for a while together. And yep. then all of a sudden, Phyllis was exonerated or caught or whatever it is that Chance was so happy about, which is what they celebrated in the back room. And... It's like, okay, they really didn't build upon nothing. Like with with Hope and Thomas, there was a buildup, right? There was a volcano. Yeah, I mean, there's a buildup. But them, they just, they sprinkle a little bit of Sharon and Chance here. It was like, why did y'all put them together in the first place? It was a sparkler. You know how sparklers you you light it up (laughs) and then then you disappoint. That was a sparkler. Yeah, 32 seconds of excitement. Pretty much, exactly. <laughs> With a fizzle poof at the end. Oh my goodness! It wasn't even a poof. It was more like a. Exactly. Yep. What did you say? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's what sparkles do. They unsparkle. Oh my goodness! So. Yeah, I'm just I'm just like if you're gonna put summer in chance, just do it already for God's sake. I agree. I felt like after like the hospital scene, I figured we would see like summer go back and forth to his bedside or something, like really pissing Sharon off. But you know, I guess this will do. Um I'm hoping that, I'm hoping they just go ahead and just get rid of Sharon and Chance as a couple. Just the idea of that even being a them being a couple I, I never really saw the chemistry except for that that one time they lit a sparkler and that was it that was it yeah I'm with you on that I think you know I really wish it would have been um either like what you said or you know maybe Sharon heard them talk heard Summer talking and realized that she's not in love with him and that it's just you know it's just not that and just just be done, you know, at least from mm-hmm. a woman's perspective, I would like to see Sharon be the one that says, this isn't it, than to have her dumped cere- unceremoniously, you know? Right. 
Yep. So yeah, let's just go hard and get it over with. They had you. We saw Summer have a conversation with Daniel. Daniel is kind of like, oh, you know, Sharon haven't been together that long. I don't think nothing serious there. Why don't you just go for it? And she was like, oh, you sound like mom. You know, okay, whatever. <laughs> just Summer, just do what you got to do. And Chance, if you want to go after us, you know, let Sharon down nicely and just keep yes. it moving. Yeah, don't hurt Sharon. I don't want Sharon to get hurt, but I also just don't see them. That's just not it. Sharon's going to be just fine. She, out of all those men that she's been with in Genoa City, this is nothing. This is a a blip. Yeah. She'll be okay. Nick is right around the corner. You know, he's right there as much as I hate to say that because I actually really love Nick and Phyllis together. I think they're so hot, but I, Mm -hmm. I can see it coming. Girl, well, whatever it is, just summer and chance. Let's just get the going, okay? Get it on. I mean, get- this man took a, a a bullet just for him to get out the hospital, and we're still at square one with him <laughs> playing cat and mouse. Yeah, that that makes see, the way they could the the way they could have done this is like you know he wakes up and he realizes like man you know I heard what you said while I was sleeping. Not none of that. It's like mm-hmm. what you sh- what the dude get shot for, and she made yeah. this confession. That was it. Okay, whatever. So I was over that. I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah whatever. Just let me know when they are in, you know, in their own dressing room somewhere. <laughs> I'll, I'll be there for it. Do you, Do you think that Sharon? Could you imagine Sharon going to Nick? trying to cry on that man's shoulder and he asked her why oh, because your daughter took my man oh, isn't yeah. that isn't that it wouldn't that be pitiful for yeah. sharon to say that she might as it she is better off just walking away and be like hey it was fun yeah. i had a I had a good ride for that one night and that's it boom i'm with mm-hmm. you I, I do i want it to be her to walk away who sharon yeah. 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 It would be it beautiful. Easier. Mm-hmm. It'll make it easier on just it'll make it easy on us too with Sharon just be like, you know what, I'll just step aside. If you're interested in someone else, go pursue that. We didn't have anything really that serious. And then right. it'll be over with. That's you know? exactly how Sharon would say. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> that's why I said it like that because I know that's something that she would say you know so moving on Um, so then we had this whole thing with Devon Mamie, Jill, Nate because I mean we will get to the part where you know Nate is crying in his beer and sulking and crawling back to Chancellor Winters because after being chewed up and spit out by the Newmans a second time God, that whole no. I mean, he was stupid for even doing coming over there in the first place. I said this way back when, when he wanted to sign up. I'm like, dude, did you learn from when you used to date Abby and you almost got you had to fight to get your medical license back? No, did not, did not learn a thing. And then you go get with the other sister and fast forward to November, you're back at square one. You need to leave them Newman girls alone. Mm-hmm. Uh, he just needs to go back to being a doctor 
again. He needs to get out of corporate world. It, it's not, nothing's benefiting because where else can he go besides his own family's company? And it, that's kind of finicky in a way as it is. It seems like they're open to him coming back. I'm, I, 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 I have a hard time believing that, but. Uh, yeah, me too. Uh-uh. But where can he go? Where yeah. can he work at? I mean, you know what, Bree? I think he's better as a doctor. He He's not a businessman. He Remember when he was a physician, the biggest thing that he had issue with is bureaucrats. Remember and him saying that? Mm-hmm. Yep. Right. And then you turn around and decide to become one. You're not good at it. Go back to medicine. You didn't spend, it takes like 11, 12 years to finish your medical school and do all this stuff. Okay, fine. Your hand is not what it used to be with doing surgeries, but you can go into being a doctor on many different things. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm hoping for? Because I was actually thinking about the um, the fact that he can't do surgery anymore. I wish that Devon could like help him find like a specialized doctor to, you know, work miracles on his hands so he can be able to be a surgeon again. I would feel that Devon would help doing that versus, you know, bringing Nate into the family company, especially since they know that Nate has the capabilities of backstabbing him now. I don't see why Devon wouldn't help Nate, you know, regain the strength in his hand back, especially since well, he can't can so teach. That's true. That's, that's a good point. I mean, they well, have GCU, so go teach. Yeah, be a teacher, the, you know, one of the classes or whatever. I mean, he could be what is called a hospitalist, where he teaches the new doctors and take them on rounds and stuff like, mm-hmm. you know. Oh! Yep. As a happy medium, what if he came yeah. up with a medical product? Oh, there you go. Boom. Mixing yep. medical and business. Bam. Yeah. He could be mm-hmm. his own empire. I would like to see, I just want him away from the Newman fold. And I was glad that he was kind of given like a little lukewarm, you know, welcoming to Victoria when she came to him because it, it's just, it's like, he, there's only so much he can get from a Newman. He already been with both Newman women. Victor mm-hmm. doesn't care from him. Mm-hmm. So he's got everything he can get from out of the Newmans. So he mm-hmm. has no use for Victoria at this point. He really so, doesn't. So the best thing I w- is to put him back in the hospital or put him back in a doctor role again. You know, I mean, yeah, sometimes... I oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, I was just saying I agree with that. Well, and sometimes they do stories where they actually intertwine like real life stuff. So if they really wanted to do something cool, expanding on what Bree said, they could have him do something where there's like 3D printing technology with regard to maybe prosthetics or something like that, where it would bring attention to something as well as give him a better storyline than this. Right. I so agree with you on that. I mean, I think it was a big mistake pulling him out of the hospital. I honestly think that, you know, him and Elena could have been like a power couple. You know, they both doctors and things like that. They really screwed that up by having him cheat with Victoria. And then then you fast forward almost a year later, and then this is the end result. Now, granted, it's karma for him for throwing his family under the bus back then. 
But they didn't even have to go that route. They could have kept those two together. Mm-hmm. Meaning him, Elena and, and, and Nate and both husband and wife or, you know, I don't know if they would have got married, but working side by side and, you know, no, nah, they, they just had to mess that up. So, yep. Now what? <laughs> go ahead. I mean, I always felt like Elena was more for Devon. She had no problem going back to him whenever she wanted to get, you know, ha- have him dip into his cheating phase. But, you know, I I feel that with Nate and Elena, they had like that hot chemistry at first. I think it's just the excitement of the affair. I really couldn't see them long term. I really haven't seen a care of, of, you know, a woman perfectly matched for Nate. Unless you guys have. No, honestly, I, I, I was annoyed when they had Elena and Nate cheat. I was, I didn't like that. And I, I don't know. I, I kept trying to figure out who would be the best for him, but it hasn't been anybody he's been with so far because it's all been either gotten together in the wrong way or opportunistic. Right. Yeah. Cause Abby was wrong for him. I Victoria, no. <laughs> and, and, and her daddy read her dad night and we'll get to that. Oh my God. <laughs> yeah, we'll get to that part. Yeah, we'll get to that part. But, oh my goodness. Like you know, even, I, even Amanda wasn't, good for him Mm-mm. Mm-mm. yeah I don't know he's probably you remember how they were trying to put pairs with different people and she just yeah. wouldn't fit except with Zenday and they, they just didn't want to keep them two together I don't, you don't get it. Crazy. I, mean, I don't know what they're doing over there with that but here's another part that I didn't like and is when they tried when Mamie tried to mend the family with mm-hmm. um with Lily and Devon, Jill needs to shut up. Yep. It's like, why do you need to confer to Jill on how to fix your family? Because they was like, well, what do you think? Do you think we could trust them? That's your cousin. Y'all figure that out. Why are you letting Jill tell you what to do about your cousins? That was my thought. I don't know about anybody else. On the personal side, it was annoying, but on the business side, I think they need to really think about what they're like. They're, what they well, might yeah, do. I get that part. That's crazy. But on the personal that. side, Jill should have kept her trap shut. Exactly. What do you think, Bree? I'm a little confused. Well, I want to say confused. <clears throat> At this point, what relationship do they have with Jill? Because the the grandkids are grown. You know, I, I don't really see Jill and Devon ever really having much of a long-term relationship is or and i guess lily and jill are kind of cordial but she jill didn't need to have a say in regards to their family at all correct i don't really see her no. i don't really see her place within that family that's why i'm confused not yeah she's not because yeah, i mean when mamie and nate came through the door jill was like what are you doing here okay first of all mamie is lily's aunt okay so blood relatives, like, and that's a yeah. Lily and anybody in that room, Lily and Mamie are blood relatives. Yep. Okay, I mean Devon is adopted. Nate is actually her cousin, so he's exactly. blood, of course. 
But for Jill, it was like, what did you bring? What are you doing here? This was only supposed to be, excuse me, this is her family. This is her family's house. You're and a I visitor. Say, it's not your house to even speak up in either. <laughs> exactly. That would be like me coming to your house and asking what somebody that walked through the door is doing there. It's not my house. I'd tell, I'd tell, I'd tell myself to leave. <laughs> right, Trish. You're telling me what's somebody coming up in my house and it's yeah, not in my house. Who does that? <laughs> who does that? Who does that? <laughs> but even Lily, even Lily asking Jill, well, I mean, do you think we should trust them on the family side of it? I get the part with Chancellor Winters, but the family side of it, I'm like, she shouldn't have no opinion on whether you should try to mend this with your cousin. It's not your hey. place to even ask. Go ahead. That's what I'm saying. Is she Does she look to her as a mother figure? Like, I never no, seen them have that close of relationship, except for when Kane was around. Yeah, exactly. I don't, it's like she dictates every move, even on the personal level for them. And I'm like, Jill, come on now, girl. You go talk to Billy or somebody. <laughs> you know, she's already looked like, according to the previews, trying to talk Chance into coming over to Chancellor Winners as a businessman. Oh, that dude Lord. been a cop all his life. And who's going to protect Genoa City? <laughs> Maybe well, it's listen. Not be since, Paul. Well, girl, listen. Since they uh, since they're moving people around from job to job, hey, maybe Adam could be the chief of police. He could put Nick. <laughs> <in there. laughs> oh, no, oh, no. oh, Victor! Just Victor. Make it Esther. Make it Esther. <laughs> what to say? Victor would <laughs> gladly have Adam in his back pocket for. Without question, he now he has the whole police system. The wow. Newmans could get away with anything at that point, right? Girl, please. All I know is that 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 whole scene did not make sense to me. It's mm -hmm. like, okay, confer on the business because you know, eh. but with the family part of it, zip and zip your lip. Yeah. <laughs> All right, um, let's see. What else did we have? We talked about this chance of summer thing. We talked about this. We might as well backtrack to why Nate is even in this situation. So we already know he got fired. And then the fallout of Victoria trying to talk him into coming back. Now, back up in Newman, there's this infighting between whether or not to have Adam come back. And Victoria put an ultimatum on the table saying that if Adam comes back, I go. And look like look like Victor don't care. Like you listen, I could if none of y'all come back, I just hire a whole bunch of other people. That's what he said. I was so happy about that. See, this is why it makes me think they actually listen to like fan commentary, fan podcast, because we've been saying this. We were, I was so happy the way that he read his own daughter down. Mm -hmm. He first was saying, I don't respect you. I had respect for you. She was like, oh, past tense. Yeah, past tense. And he was like, I, I don't know where you guys would be without me. You guys are nothing without me. <laughs> and then, <laughs> and I think he was, and then he ran the entire car fax to his own daughter. Yeah. Like, you, he, he's like, you made car fax. 
that car well i can't say the real thing but carfax on his own daughter is like you've been making poor decision after poor decision billy jt ashton lock now nate and she was like my personal life has nothing to do with it. well you bring your personal life to our business so i have to deal with this you know what she didn't see okay okay because yeah ashlyn was part of the business and of course, Nate was part of the business. Mm-hmm. Billy and JT, JT always had a job at Newman whenever she was there. That is true. Yeah, she made her, her pleasure bit part of the business. Exactly. So, I, you know, Victor is like, I'm sick and tired of this. You know, you keep bringing these dudes up in here, and it's always a problem. Yeah, he basically was questioning her judgment. Oh no, he was he was past the, the questioning. He was like, oh, "Look, this is who was, you are." He was judging her judgment. <laughs> He's like, "I can't trust any move that you make." And he and then he he hit her where it hurts. He's like, "Without this job, what are you? What oh. do you do outside of this? You're nothing without this job." I was like, "Whoa." Okay, Jeez. I know Trish got something to say about that. What what do you think about that statement, Trish? Um, you know, I mean, when you're born with a platinum spoon in your mouth and you go to the best schools and you have the best education and you grow up listening to that type of conversation around you in business, you are starting this life halfway past third base. And he's right. He handed her everything. I'm not saying she's not smart. I'm not saying she hasn't done a good job with what she's been provided, but she was absolutely provided. So he's right. She may have made a great life for herself if she was born of another family, but if they were not rich like him, she certainly would not have gotten half a billion dollars from a trust fund. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. That should have been the loyalty test. He's like, if you guys are really looking out for me, you guys love me, why don't you give me my money back? If it's really about loving your family. I'm surprised mm-hmm. they didn't, it's not even a thought for, for Nicholas, Abby, or Victoria to give their dad their money back if, it, if it's all about trying to protect him and protect the Newman family. But see, in their minds, that's the thing. He put that money away for them. Therefore, it is their money. Mm-hmm. And in their minds, the access to it wasn't given to them fast enough. And so they sued to get full control over the trust. And so in their minds, that's not his money. It was always their money. And that's the entitlement of being born into such wealth and starting halfway past third base. Well, here's my thing. I totally agree with that statement that Victor said because he was like, hey, without me starting this business, what do you have? Not the a only thing. person that can't that can't be applied to is Adam. Adam. Exactly. He, he, he went to school. He went to Harvard Business School. He didn't he even went, know Victor was on, his dad. He worked, on, he worked on Wall Street. He did all of that on his own. So even mm-hmm. if just say he didn't know nothing about Newman or they were just some average family. Adam would have been Adam no matter what. Because yeah. he would have worked somewhere. Yep. 
Wall, you know, Wall Street or some big corporation in Chicago or LA or something. The and other Adam kids say that. Adam doesn't have a half a billion dollars. He didn't sue his dad for a trust fund. Nope. Nope. A actually, it was it was actually Adam's idea, and the three other siblings kicked him out of the deal. Wow, I didn't even I don't even remember that. It was I I remember because I was so mad for Adam. They they kicked him completely out the deal. They brought Abby in just to have like extra people. For oh, I thought it was Abby's idea to start with because she was the naked heiress. Nope. Mm -mm. Oh wow. This, this was Adam. God, and then they and then they kicked him out. That's why that's why Adam always had a grudge about that five hundred million. That's why he brought that up to um, Ashton Locke last year. Dang. Mm. Yeah, well, you know, the thing is, the question is, where would they go? Where, I mean, I guess they could get a job somewhere else, but it's based well, on sure. the name that they had. They it's based be, on the fact that they wouldn't be shareholders. They wouldn't be, they wouldn't be handed a C-suite position, just going to another company. That's not how mm -hmm. that works. You got to be blood. And you yeah, would think so, with, oh, I'm sorry. I, I was going to say, like, you would think with all this money and all this power Victoria has, you would think she'd be happy with and just be blessed with everything that she has, but she's yes. so bitter and angry yeah. over being demoted to a COO position. No, Still. not even COO. She's co-CEO. Co Victor's co-CEO. It's just that Victor's the one on top with her as co-CEO instead of her being on top with her mom as co-CEO. And it's pitiful. And Isn't so, it just? So, like, what are you worried about? What are you so worried about with Adam? If you look down upon him, you feel he's going to be a screw-up, but you're so on top of your game as a businesswoman, what do you got to worry about? It's pitiful. <clears throat> yep. But that's, that's Victoria for you. She's entitled. Mm -hmm. She's selfish. First, She's chaotic. She said that she was going to spin out was one of her sayings and she walked out of the, the office all in a day. I'm like, girl, please, if you don't go sit down somewhere, you're co-CEO. All you got to do is confer with your father on whatever the goings on. He didn't put you down in the mail room. You're his, hey. his sidekick to the position. Yep. It's crazy, and she'll probably ahead, handle she'll probably handle the day to day more than Victor would. Mm -hmm. So she didn't lose a position. Nope, 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 nope. So my question is, what did she decide to do? Because Nate tried to talk her into going back, but we never got an answer. And then the brothers tried to talk her into it too. Uh, has she made a final decision yet? I, I don't think so. We didn't. I, I didn't see. Did you? Uh. -uh. It's clear to me she she's going to go back to Newman because she wants to do it in spite of Adam. And I'm glad that Adam got both of his brother and his sister together because the way that they both treat him at the uh, the jazz lounge, especially Nick, the way he was talking about his own brother right in front mm -hmm. of him, mm -hmm. and Adam had to get up and like, hey. 
you know what, you guys are going to feel how you're going to feel. My only focus is my father, which you guys cannot say the same. You guys' focus is solely just to get me out. So when you guys are finished doing what you guys are going to do, I'll be focused on my dad. And then you have these two siblings still bitter, still bitter about mm -hmm. their brother, even though this is his, their father's decision. The entire ordeal of putting their, putting his kids together was their father's decision, but it's still Adam's fault. So I'm, and Everything was Adam's fault. Exactly. Everything. <laughs> Since he came onto the picture. And, you know, I mean, I just might, if I was Adam, just, was it a kidney? I'd just throw the word kidney around every time somebody was rude to me, Nick or Victoria. I just, a kidney. I gave yeah, your kid a kidney. I mean, it was, go ahead. Oh, no, I would just remind them, you know, I saved your daughter's life multiple times, kidney, I gave her body parts. I gave him body parts. <laughs> I mean, how can you be mean to yeah. somebody? Yeah. I mean, the other thing is, is the fact that they were talking trash like he wasn't even sitting there. And he's like, I do hear you guys, right? I'm sitting right here. And they're just talking trash in front of his face. They have no regard for this man no. at all. Mm -mm. Their own brother. And I can't think of a time that that Nick or Victoria have risked their life or sacrificed anything for their other siblings or their father, even as much as they drive home, that they are the golden children and know what's best for Newman and their family. I find it interesting. Mm-hmm. Yep. So it's going to be interesting to see where this whole storyline goes because this part obviously ties in somehow to Nikki, which we got to talk about that because that's been going on most of this week. Yo. So, okay. My question is, Nikki, you, you're a high-profile individual. High-profile. I mean, you're talking about a billionaire's wife mm -hmm. and you're going to just go to some random lake house with a girl that is your assistant. I don't think the CEO or the company or whoever I work for is just going to go with somebody's random assistant to a family member's house. No. You don't know what's <laughs> Go ahead, Trish. It's just, it's just a no for me. I mean, where's the security guards? These people are billionaires. The security... I mean, obviously, we already know how bad that Victor's security guard detail is, but could they have at least put someone on the flight and in the car? And where, 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 and, and where was the driver that was supposed to wait? Would they take a cab or something? What is happening? Even more than that, she is Victor Newman's wife. He don't have a tracker on his wife at this point. As many times as we see Nikki get kidnapped and, and taken and, and, and put into all these precarious mm -hmm. situations, he don't have a tracker on his wife yet. On a At cell phone, even something. I mean, I mean, it knows where he knows where she is right now, but obviously, something's wrong. I mean, come on, come on. And then the whole alcohol thing—that really bothered me. Me too. I was not happy about that. I, I, it was the same thing when Sheila did the champagne with Brooke. I was that just really, really made me mad. Yeah, that sit well with me at all. Uh. Uh. 
it was diabolical. It it definitely yes. paid off. It 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 caught our attention. Yes. The, the thing that pissed me off throughout this whole thing with Nikki, you are in this house. You see lamps, you see tables, you see books, anything you could have grabbed to get this girl. Th this girl is tall and lanky, well, average height and lanky. You could have took that girl. She's just like every girl in the mall. This is Mall of America. You could have took this girl. You mm -hmm. could have threw a lampshade. You could have threw a coaster, any, any damn thing. And you let this girl come to come to you around your neck with a syringe. Mm -mm. Seriously. I don't think did she realize that Claire was behind her? I don't think she realized that she was sneaking up behind her with a needle. As soon as she walked out that room, she knew it was it was time to to get up out of there, but you had to protect yourself. You're Victor Newman's wife. You didn't seen many different things. If, if anything, she should have knew martial arts. She yep. should have knew karate, at the, anything at this point. But more importantly, she had objects throughout that whole living room. I had to watch that scene several times. I'm mm -hmm. like, there could have been several things she could have picked up. As many horror movies as we've seen, yep. this is the part that I hate out of all the things, out of all the Everyone. objects. Yep. You guys. Let me just share a tiny piece of wisdom. Unless they're stilettos, don't take your shoes off. Because if you're going to have to run outside, Thank you're going to you. need your shoes. And if you have a stiletto, then you do keep them with you, but you turn it the other way in your hand so you can use that stiletto as a weapon. And I just watched her take those little flats off going, you, 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 what if you have to run? Like, what? okay, they're not going to have you run, obviously, because you're taking off your shoes. And then to go down the stairs without holding something, like what you were, the, the lamp, I mean, something, anything. And, and even if you weren't going to jump out the window, break it open, start screaming and, and block the door so that the psychopath can't get in. Help. Um, Y'all, it was so frustrating watching that. It's it, painful. It is. Yeah, she started digging through her purse right there and mm -hmm. standing in the middle of the room. I'm like, at least just grab the purse, go somewhere and hide and look through mm -hmm. it. Or, you know, if you couldn't get out of the house, she's just standing there. I don't know. Did she think that Claire left? Because I know Claire was like, I'm about to leave to go back to Genoa City. So maybe she thought she was gone. It's the only thing I could think that made any sense. That's at all. the only thing I could think of. I mean, if you're in a house and you know you've been taken captive and you can't get out the door, wouldn't the first thing you would think of to do would be break the windows? Exactly. Mm-hmm. And the thing is, Victor has trained her for at least 30 decades. So if she ever came into this situation, she should be able to get herself out. I was very disappointed with Nikki. Mm -hmm. She was way too old for this. She is experienced all the hell that Victor has brought her to her. <laughs> she should get out of this situation with this skinny girl. Come on now. Yeah, it was really, really, really hard to watch. Yeah. I agree. I agree. Oh, oh um, I meant to tell y'all one other thing about when I'm going to go back to Mamie and Jill and Devon. When, when Jill said, 
You got you lost the second job. You're just going around pissing everybody off. I laughed so hard. Yeah, I mean, I gotta say, when Nate told the story, Devon kind of was like, "Oh yeah, so you screwed up over there." But then Jill did come to his defense that, well, that's a Victor Newman's move. That's something Victor would actually do. You know, because she knows how Victor moved. Victor didn't pull the wool over her eyes too several times. You know what I mean? Yes, he has. So, um, but yeah, going back to this storyline, then, I mean, it moves us to the part where she drinking tea I mean, God, it's just it's just not smart. Mm-mm. It's just not smart. First of all, going off to some unknown place without saying anything. I mean, he did. She did tell Victor where she was going, right? But I don't know. It's going to be interesting because the other part of this is Claire saying that she want she's after all of the Newmans, all of them. I can't and even she imagine. She wants to bring them all back to Oregon. And I don't know what she want to do with them. We got to see Jordan finally, you know, or whatever her name is. So, yeah, I just can't figure out what is the end game because thinking about all of the past stories, I mean, obviously people are talking about Ian Ward. Um, y'all, I honestly, I thought Nikki's sister had passed away a long time ago for some reason. Oh, Casey? Yeah. Yeah. I thought I that too. I really thought she was gone. Like, I didn't remember. I really thought she, I thought even Nikki had like scenes where she was crying and being supported because her sister had, like, did she have one more than one? Yeah. I was a little confused until they brought it up um, early this week. And I'm like, oh, okay. I thought she only just had just the one sibling. Yeah. Am I wrong? I don't know. I didn't do, I meant to look that up before we got on here, but I was very confused about that. So if anybody knows in the chat, fill us in. Yeah, that's interesting. Um, yeah, I, I'm trying to think back. What did Casey pass away? You know what? Let me. I'm going to look this up. Casey. Because yeah. Nikki could have a whole sibling, an extra sibling we may not know about it. I mean, she had a whole other child that we didn't know That's about. True. And then we had that whole storyline story arc with Dylan. So yeah, it, it could be like another sister or cousin or I don't know, maybe yeah. Nikki soul her idea. I, I don't know. This is so weird. It is weird. It's out of left field. And that kind of kills the thing about her working with Tucker, too. Mm-hmm. Mm, now, see, it was revealed. In, okay, so Casey was, um, she had breast cancer, but she was able to fight it. But I don't see anything where it says, oh, wait, hold on. You more. <laughs> Let me see. Let's see. Did anybody say anything yet in the comment section while I'm looking? They're saying that, yeah, Nikki only has one sister. It's just Casey. Okay. And did she pass away already? 
No, she's alive. They're saying that she's alive. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Okay, okay, okay. Okie dokie dokie. All right. Um, yeah, so, I mean, for her to just go off with some random person, there's no security, you know, all of that. You don't know this girl. I mean, Claire only been working there, what, about a good two months? Mm-hmm. A good it's two that. months. And and even Audra had sent something. Well, Audra, well, Audra, Audra knows what she's working with there. But what kills me is... She took the Newman jet. So the the pilots, uh, the stewardess, nobody that could account for the fact that Nikki was missing or Nikki didn't go to her original destination. Well, she sent that text, right? But still, they would have to vouch and say, hey, that she did get off of the plane because when that jet goes back over to Newman, I mean... I mean, how could Claire get the the pilot and everybody to lie and say, like, hey, Nikki got off the plane and she's over with her sister Casey or that the flight landed where she needed to be at? Well, I think that the plane was landing in one place and they were going to take one car. And see, that's why I don't understand, too. The car didn't stay. The whole None of this is adding up. Uh, right. this, this whole storyline was poorly conceived, poorly written and is really just annoying me in this moment. Can you tell? Oh, oh my god! <laughs> yeah, girl, you you are. You I are mean, mad. they need to listen to us. I think that they do listen to us, especially B and B. Oh, we're gonna get. We're gonna cut that one up real good. <laughs> okay, so I know you. I know one of you all touched on this knocking her off sobriety. Putting alcohol in an IV, I'm mortified. That was crazy. And I don't know what type of enemies Nikki created, but that's very diabolical because she could easily be unalive from that's, alcohol poisoning. Yep. Correct. Correct. And you really wanted to put that in her bloodstream to get her quicker, quicker on the alcohol so she could that thirst to come right back that's vicious so mm -hmm. what enemy did she have this is like a victor type of enemy bad bad uh, yeah i'm curious to find out what this jordan person is i mean there's a lot of rumors going on you know in regards to what this could be about and they're hiding a lot of the spoilers. So we've been scrambling over the past week. Yeah. So obviously, yeah, they're hiding a lot of it. We've been having to do some extra digging to try to get spoilers like before. I think the 13th was the cutoff. So I don't know if they're just trying to hide them from us. Um, you know, go ahead. You know, you know what I think? Since the writer's strike has stopped, I think maybe mm -hmm. they're 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 leaving so many holes in the story, so the writers, the original writers, can come back and kind of tighten up the storyline, maybe. Because isn't mm -hmm. this like the tail end of like the backup writers? Yeah. So then that that makes a little bit of sense. So they leave a, a few holes in the story, so the the original writers can kind of see what's missing or what needs to be added and. 
Maybe we might get more detail as the story goes on. It's a very unique twist to have to bring the whole alcoholism portion of this for Nikki. Um, so that makes me think that this is a personal matter. Well, this is definitely personal, but whoever it is, that's Nikki created a whole enemy to the point where they're putting alcohol in this girl's bloodstream. It's like, what did you do? Did you take somebody's man? Or did you take somebody's money? The way that Claire and Claire and this Jordan woman is, is that they hate the Newmans, that they, 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 they treat a new people badly. Remember all the stuff Claire was saying or thinking yeah. or whatever it was? They don't like the Newman family. Now, of course, Nikki is the first target, but she's going back to General City to wreak havoc on the rest of them. So, and figure out some kind of way. I mean, I don't understand if anybody, Victor is a little, is older, okay? But how do you think you're going, what, you going to bop Nick upside the head or something? Because that's a big dude. <laughs> I mean, I can't see Claire and Jordan trying to say, hey, you, you're coming with me. It's like, <laughs> that's not yeah. going to happen. <laughs> Definitely not going to happen. How are you going to get Nicholas and Victoria to where you're going to kidnap them too? And then Victor, I mean, unless he use Nick, unless she uses Nikki phone to say, Hey, I need you to come out here, blah, blah, blah. Yada, I don't know. And then and, lock them in the house. And, Go ahead, and, guess, free. And, and guess who's going to save the day. Guess who's going to save the day and I guarantee I cannot wait for that day Adam's going to save this entire situation before Victor before Victoria before Nick he's going to save they mama I, I I that's exactly how I think this is going to if this is if this is like this I'm hoping maybe it's like a redemption for Adam redemption for the Newman family to see that he does care about them I Maybe this is the long game for for Adam. Um, I, I'm just throwing stuff out there, but I'm I'm hoping that at the end of this, Adam saves the day. Yeah. So they can't say nothing, nothing well, further. That's the problem. That's the problem, Bree. If it's going to be a repeat of what we did seeing with Nicholas, Nicholas have he almost lost his life two years ago, and your daughter's life, and then you still come back talking crazy. So if they're going to redeem him in the eyes of the Newman, we need to have that going for a while. Not saying, oh, thank you, but you know what? We don't care. I agree. Yep. But if you save the matriarch, I think you're more in their good graces at that point. One would think. One would think. They might treat him like they treated <laughs> Sheila, even though she saved Kelly. So they'd be like, so what? <laughs> you're and still that a monster. Yeah, I was about to say Sheila's a Adam is one thing. Sheila is a, a whole horror movie character, but yeah, know. to us, to <laughs> us, but to the Newman family, they see Adam like Sheila. They just they can't stand that man, except Victor. And you know, Nick, he he goes in and out. You know, he's he's a waffle boy himself in his own way when it comes to Adam. But when it comes to Nikki and Victoria, they can't stand Adam. They're pretty cruel. 
Even trying to I have mean, a civil conversation, they just can't just be happy. Is this a scout the entire time? I mean, somebody, somebody catch the flu. It's Adam's fault. It's like what? Well, you breathed on me too hard, so I caught the flu, and it's your fault. And we're mad. <laughs> and, and I mean, that's, that's they blame. Go ahead. I was gonna say you might as well add uh, Chloe in the mix too because she hates. It. Adam just as much as they do. It's like she can extra sibling as much as she yeah, talks she down about Adam. E- okay, I'll say yes. I'll say yeah, yes. Yeah, but she yes. turned around after that and shot him, blew him up and shot him twice. I mean, at some point, yeah. yeah. There's no lie there. She did that. I mean, yeah, the whole thing with Delia, okay, fine, but you didn't blow him up in the cabin and you turn around and put a bullet in his belly. Okay. Did you get it yet? Did you get what you need out of that? Never will. And then, then you talking to Sally like a child. Oh, Adam is the bad man. You don't want him. He's bad. I mean, she's sitting up there talking. I'm like, girl, where Kevin? Go talk. Go talk. <laughs> the chipmunk. Girl, go find your own family. Leave Sally alone. And unbeknownst to Chloe, Sally just slept with Adam already in the past two weeks. So now what? Yeah, and she doesn't have any regrets about it either. No. Mm-mm. I, I was actually nope. proud of Sally for keeping that that piece to herself. Mm-hmm. I'm glad because they don't ruin it. It's, Chloe's going to ruin it for you. Yep. Girl. So, um, Chloe gets on my nerves. Uh, I mean, Chloe, Nicholas, Victoria, all three of them can start a I Hate Adam fan club. Because that's all they do. They blame everything on him. Dad did all of this because of Adam. Even Nate is talking about Nate is sitting up in there telling his family, telling Victoria. Yeah, see, Adam was the one that was actually the perpetrator. Well, not according to Victor. You were the one about to send him off to, to, to the loony being according to Victor. That's what he called it. Not me, him. <laughs> so did so today they said um Devon said, so you you literally had the papers drawn up to have Victor committed. I didn't realize that that is how far he took it because the last time he talked before the blow up was that he had talked to doctors and it was available. I, I guess it didn't register with me that he literally had all the paperwork done because Devon yeah, said he was ready. We're going to have him committed. And I was like, Oh my gosh, he went back. Yeah. Far. He had, see, and you're right because when him and Victor, when Victor was setting him up, and Victor had the conversation with Nate. Nate said, I will talk to some doctors and, and see what what we can do. And then now Nate's saying he actually signed him up. So I think that's the piece that is crucial because he was only supposed to talk to somebody and yeah. not actually have a bed ready for him. I think he already kind of touched on that when they were all in that office. I think he said that, hey, he already had everything set up. He already had the paperwork together. I think they had taught, I think he had mentioned something about an NDA that they can have the NDA 
piece together however they want and send it to the facility. Um, so I think he spelled it out to some extent, but I, I think that the biggest part was that he took action versus consulting with Victor to see if this is something that he would be okay with or want. It's one thing to present an idea. Everyone has an idea, but he, Nate took action. He took action right. and he assumed that this is what Victor and the family would want. And he's not a part of that family. And he found that out <laughs> last week. Well, I mean, that's exactly what Mamie told him. You ain't gonna never fit in over there. Yeah. I mean, Victor told him that a month or two ago, saying that you ain't gonna never get up in this seat. This always belonged to a new man. So, you know, I mean, that should tell him something. Sorry about that noise, guys. That should tell him something. I mean, and then to send Kyle packing, saying you don't belong here, go back to your family. Mm-hmm. Please, them Newmans gonna always stick up for themselves. And and I think Kyle was able to kind of take the hint, uh, but Kyle always had Kyle always know he can always go back to the drill. He just he's just greedy and wants a power play position. But with with Nate, he I don't know if he was just trying to fill. Avoid since he couldn't be a doctor. That's why I'm hoping they fix his hand and he can magically go back to that, that hospital. Please, please, and thank mm-hmm. you. We said please and thank you. Yes, I missed yeah. I, I missed the sexy Doctor Nate. I feel you. I'm right there with you because now I look at him and I'm just annoyed. <laughs> yeah, uh, so I mean, I got, annoyed. you know, just annoyed. And it took forever for them to fill in that side part, but like it's that's how long he's been out the hospital. For as long as he's we've seen that side part, the long he's been out that hospital. So please bring him back to the hospital, please. Bring that Nate back. Yep, bring that Nate back. You know, so. But you know what? There's I forgot about that other part. We was just talking about. Oh my god, it slipped my mind just that quick. With Kyle and Audra. You did the whole thing with Kyle, Tucker, Jack, and Diane this week. Oh, oh my goodness. This was sad, sad tears of a clown. I do not feel bad for Kyle at all. I was laughing the entire time. Yes, she played (laughs) you. Yes, she played you for a second time. She, and she kicked you out of her room. And she kicked you out again. And then you had to go take a drink in front of your mom. I, I don't feel bad for Kyle at all. Mm-hmm. Nope. But I'm just glad he decided not to betray his family. Me too. I'm happy about that. Uh, um, what? What are you going to say, Bree? I think that he still could. I mean, this is why I was I was glad to hear like Tucker's commentary about like Kyle's actions and his intentions when they worked out a whole deal together. He he told Audra mm-hmm. like, "Hey, like this is exactly what he's going to do. He's going to go to his parents. He's going to grovel. So there still might be room for this guy to come around to their side." So I feel like he still could turn his back on his family in some way, some foul. 
Well, I think you know when they were taught when Tucker was telling Audra what his prediction was. His prediction was also that they would tell Kyle to go back and pretend to go along with it, and that is exactly what Diane told him to do. Mm-hmm. I was just laughing. I'm like, you guys are playing checkers, and no Tucker's over there playing 3D chess. Yeah, the the two puppet masters, Tucker mm-hmm. and Diane. Oh, yeah. no, it, it, it's it, it's very convenient that she would tell him to mm-hmm. go back over there. Oh. Oh. I still think Diane's rotten to the core, but that's just me. I agree. Mm-hmm. That, I, I feel your sentiments. I was told that I was overly thinking when it came to Diane. Like, Diane is good. We don't have to worry about her causing any trouble Play anymore. long game. Exactly. And I keep pointing out episodes, but people don't want to believe me. Diane and Tucker, they're working together. It's a long game. Well, I know uh, one spoiler that I am aware about is that Kyle is going back to Jabot. And Jack is excited, excited about it. I guess he's going to take the COO position like he was originally offered. Um, now, I don't know if that means that. Um, okay, I'm sorry. I don't know if that means that he's going to change his mind later down the road. But I guess this is something that they're trying to fix and clean up before the family Thanksgiving holiday or something. Um, but you know, I wasn't, I wasn't too cool about that. And I'm wondering if that was also part of the filling writers or whatever during that time period. And they was like, no, nah, we're not doing that. Right. You know what I mean? You because know, cause I see a lot of stories shifting. It's Don't a lot of loose ends. It's a lot of loose ends. A ton. And so many things where you're just left scratching your head. Like, why did they even do this in the first place? But again, you know, they were doing, they were doing the best they could. So I guess there's got to be that little bit of forgiveness there. Cause the Kyle Tucker Audra story is actually not a bad storyline. I actually don't, wouldn't mind Kyle, you know, uh, going against his family. I think it's, it's, it's different. It's fresh. It's a different type of storyline for Kyle. I just, maybe the writers are going to just kind of regroup and kind of come to the drawing board because there's so much they could do with this Mm -hmm. storyline. And did you guys find it really interesting? This newly married woman is encouraging her own son to lie to his dad. Yep. Yeah, I didn't like like that at all. Mm Mm-mm. I mean, this is her husband. We, we're all a family. It should be honesty throughout the family. We're abbots. Mm-hmm. But lie to your daddy. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, keep that secret from him. Don't tell him. You'll look like the hero in the end because you went through all of this to, you know, expose Tucker. And I'm like, no, nah, Diane, that's not a good move. Why would you tell this boy to lie to his daddy? And she tried to butter it up too, like your your dad is going to be okay with your dad will actually kick Billy out and 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 think that you're the hero of the day. Come on now, exactly. You said it exactly right. Come on now, <laughs> make it make sense. Oh, yeah, it does it, girl. Does it's not a hot mess. A hot mess. Um. 
Okay, so I guess we covered everything, right? Uh, I think so. For the most part, um, there's nothing else I can really think of. Mm-mm. Mm-mm, me either. I can't think of anything else. Okay, cool. All right, I know y'all ready for bold, bold, bold. <laughs> you know, I had to sing the way in on that one. That was cute. <laughs> bold, bold, bold. There's a lot of people uh, in chat. Did you see the number? Let me see what it looks like now because I was moving from screen to screen. Hold on. Oh, my goodness. Oh, oh yeah. Okay, cool. Cool beans. All right. It is 138 of you guys in here. I think I see it top out at like 141 at some point. Oh, my gosh. So I know everybody is loving it. This is what we do over here on Friday nights. Um, We talk soaps for the previous week. And we do spoilers on this channel. There are recaps daily on this channel and other little fun stuff on other platforms, Instagram, uh, TikTok, X, which is formerly Twitter, and Threads. You can find other fun stuff over there as well. So, yes, make sure you subscribe. Make sure you hit that like button. And, um, you know, make sure you drop comments and stuff down on the videos and stuff. Let, it, let the algorithm know that you guys are enjoying it over here. And, yeah, we got to jump into bold. All right. So let me do the summary for this past week. And then we'll break it all down. Ooh, that is interesting. Oh, a spoiler for next week just popped up. Mm-hmm. No, Zenday. Zenday jumping Ridge's face next week. Oh, oh, <laughs> man! I think yeah, we're all. Exactly. I think we're all shot to hear Zenday. I know <laughs> that young yeah. man's airtime. <laughs> Like, I haven't heard that name in a while. Uh, it's like yeah. Zende. Zende confronts Ridge for nepotism. Oh. Interesting. Yes, I guess he's mad. He pissed off at RJ. How RJ slide in? Obviously, nobody gave Zende the memo about Eric, I don't think. Oh. Oh, yeah. That's bad. How he get to be the last one? Come on. You know, there's always one. Somebody's got to be the last one. I mean, I I know this because I'm the youngest of 10, and oftentimes it was me. So there's always a last one. You you make the calls in the order, right? It's like, it's just the way it goes. (laughs) 10 children? Oh, yeah. That's why I don't have any. Oh, goodness. I saw that does some people. It is stressful. And God bless everybody who does it. I don't know how you do it. Oh my goodness, uh, neither. Um, <laughs> that was so funny. All right, y'all ready? Go. Yes. Okay, so, so for bold for the week of November 13th through the 17th, Lee confesses the real reason for resenting Poppy. Finn confronts Deacon and Liam, oh, confronts Deacon, and Liam reminds Steffi of their connection. Um... 
Steffi and Thomas are sad hearing Eric is dying. Eric deteriorates but refuses to see Dr. Colby, citing that he needs an encore to his grand finale. Hope is in shock to learn that Eric is dying, and Carter is suspicious about why Ridge is lying about the challenge. Liam, stunned, catching Hope in lingerie meant for Thomas, and professes his love for her while Brooke lectures Thomas. And last but not least, Liam loses it when Hope admits that she loves Thomas and then tells himself. All right, Shell. Let's get this whole Lee and Poppy thing. I am so disappointed in this storyline because what it comes down to is sibling jealousy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I was I was so I was so done after that. I was really hoping she would say, like, you slept with my husband or something. Now, and I and I, I'm gonna say this, and I apologize. Like I do not um, want to disrespect anyone. I know there's some women who aren't able to have children, and yes, I can do. I can see the jealousy, and and you know, you wanting to have a child of your own. But Lee already has a child. She has Finn. As much as she said that's her son, that's her son. She's raised him for birth. And Luna, she was not a part of that conception, so she can't be mad at her sister for having kids she's her own adult she's her own person so what the hell is lee mad at these kids are grown she's past childbearing years for her to be mad like and and, and she doesn't even work at that old hospital job no more so it's like what are you mad at why Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. i mean the crazy thing is she said you had all of the friends and you look like you were happy. Why are you so happy? Oh my, I don't like when, when people say that. It's like, are you serious? You mad because somebody is happy. Yep, it's really disgusting. Um, it's it's almost like if I'm going to live in my miserable life, then I want you to be miserable too. And it's just, to me, I, I do not understand that mindset in reality or on shows because I mean, if I'm having a bad day, I hope everybody else isn't having a bad day too. I just don't understand the um, w- jealousy to me makes no sense because you can't live your life comparing yourself to other people in their lives. It's just it, it's the biggest waste of time. I don't get it. Yeah. Do you think that? this is kind of shedding light on certain people where they're considered like this type a person, you know, they're always focused on work and always focus on order. And then they have that sibling or that person around them who's always fun and bubbly and airy and everything. Mm-hmm. I, maybe that's the irritating part. And maybe she's always just been told to kind of loosen up. I can see that irritating Lee as well, but um yeah, I'm over the storyline. Um, I was really disappointed. As, as beautiful as these ladies are, they 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 bring in the fashions and they they seem interesting characters. It's just this is like a roadblock. This is a dead end. Unless unless Poppy slept with Lee's husband, I don't care for it. I'm with you. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I mean, there's been a lot of speculation that 
maybe, you know, Luna was somebody, the Forster's daughter or related somehow. That went out the window. Then it was like, you know, maybe Finn and Luna are siblings because Jack slept with Poppy. It's not even that. It's the fact that, and like Bree says, you know, you know, no, we want to be sensitive to, you know, situations where some woman can't have children. But Lee is pissed off that her sister can have a womb that gives birth and not hers. And then the other thing is, is this fact that her life seemed more happy, carefree, and fulfilling opposite of what Lee had to go through or what she chose. Lee chose to go down the pathway of being in school, being a doctor, doing all of this. And Poppy said, hey, I just want to live a carefree life. I'll take a job in the gift shop. I'm cool with that. I got friends. I'm happy. And, and Lee is like, that's not, that, I, that don't that don't compute for me. How is it that you can be that way and not be a responsible person? It's like, girl, please. Is she well, ain't robbing banks? She's not. You're exactly right. She's not robbing banks. And what killed me too is Lee literally blamed Poppy for falling for someone she didn't know was married. So this guy obviously was the cheater. If you don't know, and then you find out and there's horrible things that happen, you would think that your family would say, oh my gosh, you know, you didn't know he was in this, you know, marriage and, you know, help with, help with the baby, help with all of it. You know, that's, so there was literally no care for Poppy, evidently, at all. And Mm-mm. she was evidently used and abandoned. Yeah, but look like she's doing okay. You know, she don't seem so traumatic about it. She's like, okay, no, it happened but, a long time was, ago. I but Poppy wasn't traumatic about it. She was a 304. She knew exactly what she was doing. She was she was about fun. She was perfectly fine with that gift shop job. And she was perfectly trying, trying to find a, a, a rich doctor husband. She found a doctor who wanted to, you know, they had a whole transaction relationship. She knew that man, she knew that man was married. She knew. She and said that, she didn't in that scene. Okay. Crud. She, yeah, <laughs> I don't believe that. That woman knew that man was married. <laughs> I, 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 and at that, I think that's why there's so much guilt when it comes to Lee. Because if you didn't know, then you have no. It should be no issue for you to stand up to your sister. If if you didn't know that this could, de- you know, be detrimental to her to her job, even though it was like twenty something years ago, you you shouldn't feel guilty about standing up to your sister or trying to stand up for you and your daughter's, you know, freedom in your guys' right. life. Unless you did, unless you knew you did something. That's where, that's where I have an issue. She knew she was a 304 sleeping with a married man and it cost her her sister's job. I get that would irritate me. That would make me, you know, feel a little bit spiteful to my sister, but not for no 20 something years. The kids are grown. She got grandchildren now. What are you mad at? That she couldn't have her own. She passed a childbearing like that. That's my only. That's my only angst with that. Once again, I, I want to be sensitive to everyone, but you're a grandmother now, Lee. 
time enough time is yeah, had. She also, she also said, Bree, that when when um because Poppy said the same thing like you said. Well, you have fans, and she was like, yeah, but I had to give her. I got fans because of a cheating situation with Psycho Sheila. Very and then true. Poppy was, and Poppy was like, "Yeah, but if it wasn't for Sheila, you wouldn't have that boy." Now she shouldn't have said that. That that right there. <laughs> Keep in I mind, your like, sister. Uh, I'm like your sister is a doctor. She can doctor you up. She can play whole operations with your life. Mm-hmm. Uh, she's trying to surgically remove your daughter from Forrester right now, but. Um, I thought that was uncalled for, but the way that Lee's been handling herself has been uncalled for. So uh, mm-hmm. I'm personally, I'm kind of just bored with speaking of it. Yeah, him. I'm over it. Unless she slept with, with Jack, I don't care to hear about it at all. At this point, it's like, that's it. That's what y'all using. That's why they've been fighting each other. Oh, okay. I mean, yeah. I, mean I have... Um, three sisters and I that that's a long time to fight yeah Girl. and for and and for no reason not, it, it, regardless of what Poppy did yes it got her sister fired but other than that you could have got over that in a couple of months you're a whole doctor well, you no. clearly got a job exactly Girl. Yeah, I mean, you you might want to go have a conversation with somebody about that. Be, I, mean, mm-hmm. I mean, if you're carrying that that long, you need to talk to somebody. Seriously, you Taylor. Sit up here. What the? <laughs> and what does that have? What does that have to do with Luna? What does all of that have to do with Luna? The fact that you're not happy with your sister's choices at the hospital. And the fact of, you know, not being able to biologically produce a child. What does that have to do with Luna? Nothing. Yeah. She's being really juvenile about it. And I don't, to me, if you, if I had a kid and I was in that situation and you tried to treat my kid poorly, you'd have a real problem on your hands. Oh, absolutely. Yep. That's what I'm saying. You trying to take that out on other people. It's time for you to talk to somebody. And I think one of y'all said Taylor. Yep. I think we both did at the same time. We did. (laughs) (laughs) This would have been perfect for Taylor. Taylor could have walked in a whole conversation with Poppy and Lee and be like, hey, let me pull Lee to the side. Let me help. Let's, Let's deep dive into like why Lee is so wound up like this. It could have been a great way to use Taylor writers. Mm-hmm. Yep. Okay. Let us move on to another part of the storyline, which is this whole thing with um, Luna being afraid to talk to Steffi. You know, they made a big deal out of that in the spoiler saying that, oh, Steffi was going to grill her and you know, she's going to be super nervous and dealing with it. It was just a conversation. She's trying to secure her job. That's all that is. That That's really what it boiled down to because she was, they were slowly trying to bring up Lee throughout that whole um, episode. And it was towards mm-hmm. the end. 
it's like they were trying to butter Steffi up. Luna's great. She's so sweet. She found Eric Stapler, even though Ridge knew exactly where the hell that damn Stapler was at. And so they were trying to butter Steffi up. And then they brought the holy thing. So nervous... Mm, I, I wouldn't say that. I felt like that was misleading on the this the whoever puts the spoilers out. I felt that was kind of misleading because um, mm. it was just simple conversation. But she was just trying to secure her job. She was doing any and any and every way to try to secure that job. Mm-hmm. I mean, Steffi, it was like a girlfriend conversation. Like two ladies just having a conversation. And the and the guys came back in. What are y'all talking about? Oh, what you like to know? Okay, cool, uh, whatever. Let's just talk about the guys coming back in. <laughs> I mean, there's a six pack and an eight pack, and then there's a twelve pack. I was not expecting. I that that came out of nowhere. They went to go what go swim with the sharks or something. I guess, but I mean, when they before they left. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, the guy, I forgot his name, Joshua, the one that play RJ. They, there's a lot of behind the scenes photos that they've been doing since he's been on set where he's always showing abs. I mean, top so. physical condition. It's really, mm-hmm. um, it's, uh, it's beautiful. They're, but, they're beautiful young men. I, I'm, I'm, I'm not thinking anything. I'm just saying they're just beautiful young men. <gasps> J Money, I agree with you a hundred percent. That's exactly what Lee needs. That's exactly what she needs. <laughs> she she she's she's uh she's unwound and we don't know how long it's been. I I I think that's what could cure the issue. Girl, listen, Lee needs somebody to come and knock the cobwebs out. <laughs> well, you know, I mean, <laughs> unmarked brown paper packages are delivered around the world on a regular basis. Girl. That's all I'm saying. So <laughs> I know I think she wants some vitamin D, girl. She needs yeah. some vitamin D in her life. And I don't mean sunshine either. No. She needed an awakening like Hope had. <laughs> now. Oh, man. So the other thing about Steffi is we well, all Steffi. heard Liam ask Steffi. Whoa, 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 whoa. I'm sorry, what? We're going to save all that for last. Because huh. we still got to get through to Eric and you know, Oh, my gosh. We got to get through. Yeah, Hope finding out about Eric and Eric um, was like, I keep working. And then Ridge dropped the news to Steffi and Thomas. So when he told so we can Steph- get through that right I quick. Started crying. I started crying. Didn't expect myself to, but I did. Mm-hmm. I teared up for like a <laughs> second. I think when Thomas was telling a story, um, I'm just annoyed the fact that majority of the characters know Eric's diagnosis by now. Yep. I'm annoyed the fact that they haven't told 
Carter yet. And that was that was a missing piece that I was wondering because I'm like, a Carter was the one who told Ridge about the fashion show. Like, like what happens if he accidentally tells Eric that that he didn't win? But so the fact that he knows he knows Ridge told Eric that he won. So why are you keeping your best friend out of the loop? And same with Katie. I'm surprised Katie didn't tell Carter. I'm. It's like why does majority of the cast know, but it's still a secret. I don't get that. Girl, and the interesting thing is, is um, the guy. What is his real name that plays Carter? Lawrence Saint Victor. Lawrence yeah, Saint. Lawrence St. Victor. He had he posted a picture on Instagram with his names in the credits showing him writing that episode. So he wrote himself not knowing. Uh, <laughs> wow. Yeah. Yeah. So as much as that didn't make sense, girl, and I agree with you. He was excited about the fact that he was the one that wrote the episodes this week. So, man, you quiet. I know that's your boy. Where did he go? Okay, well, he wrote the episodes for this week. Mm-hmm. Okay, so if he was, if he wrote Friday's episode, I'm gonna give it to him. Then yes, I'm gonna give him his flowers. I'll give him champagne, all of that. Except for this one scene that he was in, <laughs> I, I can't mean, give him right. that. Do, can you, so, if you were writing for yourself, would you write something really great for yourself, or would you humble yourself with your other actors and write something like that? <laughs> um, he could have wrote where Katie was breaking down, and and Katie decides to tell Carter about what happened with it, like. I just don't like the fact that majority of people know. Even Finn knows. Even um, damn it, I can't even think of their name. Majority of people know. Luna knew. A- a- everyone knows. Just let it be out. Except, and- as, listen, girl, except Card and Zenday. <laughs> Paris. Paris doesn't know. Oh, yeah. Paris don't know. Charlie. Charlie. <laughs> <laughs> Charlie's going to send out a memo when he finds out. Girl, he probably in General City with Esther. Oh! <laughs> I was wondering about that. I was wondering if they were going to bring her back for like the holiday episodes because... Yeah, what do you think he's doing to Pammy? Not much. Not much. Not much. Mm-mm. Okay. So, um, what about the, I know we can probably get, I didn't, I know y'all shared tears. I didn't watch it. I, you know, I got through my recaps, but I couldn't watch it. So, too emotional. I didn't want him to go. It, it was, mm-hmm. it was kind of more the same. I, f- I feel for Donna. I will say that this week. Because she's mm-hmm. probably had the most on her shoulders because she's mm-hmm. trying to respect her man and she understands he has a family who goes really hard for Eric and she had to deal with all of that by herself for yeah. a long while. And then there was all these this whole ripple effect of people knowing and then she still has to keep that bottled up. So I do feel for Donna, I will say that. 
Um, I was a little bit surprised they made a whole big deal about Hope knowing. Can someone explain to mm-hmm. me what relationship she really had with, with Eric that was impactful? I remember her and Stephanie having like a little bit of relationship. And when she passed, like I understood Hope crying when Stephanie passed, but what relationship did she have with Eric to where this was a big deal to let Hope know? I mean, I think because he's Bridget's dad, he's been a granddad to her too, a figure, a granddad figure to her, uh, but they've never really had a lot of close scenes. No, I can't remember. Is when the last time we actually seen Hope and Eric in a scene? Thanksgivings, right? Don't they? When that's about it. That was a year ago. (laughs) Actually, actually, we'll go before that. I remember um, this is when, before they brought Thomas back to save the line. This is when she had the conversation with Eric and Zenday about the line not performing well. Yeah. Oh, in the office. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, oh, she's the one who probably... bruised his ego and brought all this on. No, it was the reviews that she was reading. <laughs> <laughs> she didn't personally do it. But that's the last thing I remember about Hope and Eric. So that's when I when I saw the scene with Hope crying, like I like I get it, she was sad, but it it's I can see Thomas and Steffi crying, you know, like that's mm-hmm. they mm-hmm. had a relationship. I'd never seen Hope and Steffi have, sorry, Hope and, um, no, yeah, Hope and Eric have a relationship. Oh, well. So I remember somebody early this week on that particular episode when all the Logans was together, they call it the Coven. The oh, Coven? <laughs> I was like, boy, I tell you, you guys in the chat and in my comment section, I read all of the comments and I either heart or respond to them. And it's just so funny. Some of the stuff that you be saying. I got to say, Jenna, you write a whole dissertation, an essay report in my chats. And that's cool. <laughs> There's a lot of reading. It's I'm good, not though. mad at it. Yeah, 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 yeah. She, is, she wants to get it out. Everything that she has to say. Every word. Purge it, Jenna. She purge it. She said that is what it is. <laughs> <laughs> Let it go. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. Y'all done with that part of it? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, we also have another little snippet where we had the conversation between Deacon and and Finn. Finn. What y'all think about that? Deacon's got you don't some remember nerve. it, huh? Deacon's got nerve. I think I remember it. It was just, it made mm. no point. Deacon, of all people, knows the circumstances with Finn. He knows that, that Finn can't let Sheila in. Otherwise, he's going to lose his wife. That's just the bottom line. Mm-hmm. I don't think Finn cannot make himself more clear to people. And mm-hmm. that's another thing that's that was a little bit annoying. It's like, how many times does this man have to put his foot down? He's the only man on the exactly. show who's actually comfortable putting his foot down and meaning it and saying, hey, she's not in my life. I am Steffi's mm-hmm. husband. I am not trying to lose my wife. That is the bottom line. And and Deacon just needs to kind of just accept that if anything, he could take Sheila out of 
this state or out of this city and start mm-hmm. a fresh new life. I just don't see why he's trying to still lure Finn in knowing the circumstances. Yep. Yeah, I mean, he know that that girl that came over to your house punched her in the face. And then you want to be like, oh, well, you know, let's just try to reconcile this thing. Steffi ain't having it. She already told you. Let it go. Let it go. And of course, Finn is like, I'm not doing that. I'm going to lose my wife. Especially with little puke sniffing around. No. He is a sniffer. Oh my gosh, y'all. <laughs> so, I okay, mean, so I might as well move to that storyline because that's the first <laughs> part. That starts the beginning of the week, Trish, where yeah. he's over at Steffi's. Uh-uh. I mean, okay, so you open your door and there he is looking out from under his eyelashes like he does doing his... <laughs> Princess, I call it his Princess Diana look. And looking out from under his eyelashes, hey, hi, did you miss me? I mean, that's basically what was going on, right? You had to miss me. I'm Liam. You know you love me. I'm Liam. Look at my puppy dog eyes. Let me come in and try to ruin your marriage and take you away from your husband. Like, you're going to go in her house that she shares with Finn and the kids. And you're going to tell her the things that you told her and think it's going to just wind up, you're going to land in a field of daisies or something. I mean, <laughs> I wish she would have been so much more stern with him, but I'm glad she handled it. But y'all, seriously. And you know what was funny? If this man said that he can provide a whole life and a whole uh, home and everything, provider protection. I'm like, you live on your daddy's couch. Mm. Right. Still, mm. months later <laughs> at that, and you feel that you mm-hmm. can offer Steffi more than what she already got right now? And right. you know he would expect for Finn to leave and to move back into the be- to that house. And the thing is, Liam thinks that he's still that guy from what yeah. ten years ago, where these girls were all over him. These girls mm-hmm. were will gladly leave the man that they're with for Liam. That's exactly that was Steffi's mo for years. Mm-hmm. And now he, the them walls are closing up. The, the doors are closing on poor Liam. Oh, <laughs> to watch. No, T, you know, I said like about. Maybe even a year and a half ago, I wanted him to be alone in a heap mm-hmm. on the floor, sobbing. Mm-hmm. Oh, he will next week. I cannot wait. Well, listen, so what happened earlier this week is him saying that it's still not over for us. You know, I love you. I can treat you like like Bree said. I can treat you better than your husband can. I can protect you, blah, 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 blah. And she gave him a soft no because uh, Hope gave him a hard no. <laughs> but she gave him a soft no, like, oh, yeah, we're always, you know. And she got this big old smile, smiled him right out the door. He goes back to the office and he's talking to her photograph. They are officially trying to make this man into his dark side. Yep. Thank goodness. Yeah, it's going to be fun. He needed a character change badly. 
Yep, they take him to the dark side. I'm looking forward to that one. And they hit him where it hurts, too. They took his women away. You already know he's going to go crazy on the show. <laughs> yep, because Ivy's not anywhere to be found. Mm-hmm. And Sally moved. It's not even that. It's neither women, neither of these women want him. Nope. They, they nope. he used to be Mr. Celia girl. Now they put, they were like, look, if, if he's on the side, he on the side. Best of luck to you in your life, Liam. And they mm-hmm. moved on. This is going to mm-hmm. turn this man crazy. He ain't gotten his women anymore. Mm-mm. Who's going to put his cape Mm-mm. on for? Right. <laughs> <laughs> right. Maybe he can, but listen, maybe he can put it on for Brooke. There you go. Yo, that... I mean, since she is such a team Liam fan, girl, who knows? Anything is possible. And I'm going to still, I'm going to stand 10 toes down. And I feel that Brooke wanted Liam more than Hope wanted Liam. And I'm going to stay on it. Well, she could be Grandma Stepma Brooke. What? Yeah. Grandma <laughs> Stepma Brooke. <laughs> Girl, I heard what you said. Girl, you be <laughs> I mean, she, she, I mean, she's not saying anything wrong. I mean, Brooke is no stranger to, to a daughter's husband. Mm-mm, not at all. A couple of daughters' mm-hmm. husbands. Well, yeah. a daughter's husband and a daughter's boyfriend. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 I mean, he has nobody to turn to. I mean, there's Paris, but I don't even think Paris won't deal with Liam. <laughs> Paris would laugh at him. <laughs> and, and plus, Paris I mean, like the streets too much. <laughs> girl you're so crazy let her play in traffic in peace oh, <laughs> oh my goodness <laughs> what you trying to say she belongs to the streets you said it I didn't say it <laughs> I'm asking a question that was not the what the, the, the last question Yes, I feel that she's she the way they wrote that girl where she was going the way that she treated Zenday. This book probably the most we'll talk about Zenday. The way she treated Zenday, going back and forth with with Carter and then Tom, it, it was it was some three hundred four street activity, some street walker activity. I can't even. Oh knock my that. god! It was. <laughs> It was, but you know, let that girl play in the street and in, in, in the traffic in peace, and and hopefully, you know, we'll, we'll see some more scenes with her. Oh, Jay Money said Paris would do it. Paris likes status. She would want to spend the name and the power. She had. She was living with a whole forester. She don't like power. She 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 didn't turn down two forcers. Zindi was ready to put a ring on that girl finger. She could have been re- She could have been ready for the holidays as a new as a newly married forester woman. She don't like power at all. No. Yeah, that's no, a good she, point. She, she liked playing in the streets. She likes. She likes. You know. The way Carter was giving it to her, that she was perfectly fine with marrying that man. But other than that, <laughs> no, no. you so <laughs> you silly. She was quick to ready. She went from I want to be carefree, I don't want to be tied down to the wet whatever Carter was doing. She was 
picking out uh, the china patterns and, and picking out her wedding dress something mm-hmm. about what carter was doing girl you're so funny okay back to lame old waffle boy little puke little tink tink liam well, we have all these nicknames <laughs> <laughs> Well, he's always been, as Bree would call it, butters. He was always yes. waffling, so we would call him a waffler. Lamo came up in the conversation the past several years, and then Finn gave us the gift of little puke. That was I added. Hard. Oh. Yeah, and then I added on in the last several weeks, calling him poor little tink tink. So, tink tink. Yeah, poor little. That's hysterical. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. (laughs) Because, I mean, he looked real sad today. I'm telling you, this fool has the nerve. And he, I got to give, hey, you must really, when a girl invites you over to her house, because they've been in the office or at his house. Yep. She finally decided to let Thomas come to her place yeah. on wait, Brooks' wait, wait. property. Exactly on Brooks' property. Nonetheless, the girl had lingerie. She had candles. And she was ready. She was ready. The kids were gone. Everything. She did not care. And she did not. And mm-hmm. she does not have a new sofa. And she does not have a new bed. So there's that. <laughs> So Liam gets to go home knowing full well that Thomas is going to be all over that cabin. And the next time Liam goes there, the image is in his mind. And he still doesn't know that the last few times that they were together, she was envisioning Thomas. On that couch. Yes, girl. Yes, girl. Yes, she was. Multiple times. Hey, listen, when she got to the big O, she probably had to catch herself and say uh, Liam instead of Thomas. So, and maybe there, but, but maybe there wasn't one. <laughs> because she told Thomas. Wait, wait, Trish, that could have been one. If you she dreaming about her dream man that she's been fantasizing about, oh, believe me. No, that's true. It. You're right. You could have. But if there wasn't one with Liam... Because remember, she told Thomas he he awakened her. That's that's something else. All together, that girl after sleeping with Thomas, she cut her hair off, changed her outfit, yep, and everything. She's electric now. Mm -hmm. Even Steffi, even Steffi was looking at her like, "Dang, you changed." Yep. She's like, I'm not that girl. She's like, I'm not that girl you left in the gondola, Steffi. I'm a big girl now. I wear lingerie. (laughs) In fact, the next hope hope for the future is going to be ho to the future. (laughs) Oh, 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 oh. Okay, yep. Trish is officially back, you guys. She's officially back. This is what we have to deal with every week. And if you enjoy it, make sure you subscribe to hear Trish and her antics. Because this is what she does. She's been doing this for the last year and a half, almost. Oh, oh, oh man. Oh, 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 o
band. I still, every, every time you invite me back, I'm like, Oh, thank you. I love you. (laughs) (laughs) I'm so grateful. I haven't alienated myself from everybody who loves the same things that I do. (laughs) Now I gotta say, if you probably notice, we get kind of risque. It's Friday night. It's after hours. So, you know, we get a little unfiltered, but we don't go off the rail. So if you have sensitive ears, I'm just warning you because I know I kind of dropped the O bomb a little bit. If I didn't say the full word because YouTube would get, but yeah, this is how we kind of talk over here on a Friday night. So I'm just putting it just, out there. Yeah, just a little adult innuendo. It's not, not everything. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We're just expressive. Yes. Yeah. Very much so. Adult conversation. Yeah. Well, some of those scenes in the show. If you're if you're offended by what we're saying, then you must really be offended by what the scenes in the show are showing us because this is some hot stuff. Well, and I, know. I mean, they're showing <laughs> cheats on BNB. <laughs> <laughs> well, listen, what was so funny before Liam even got there was Brooke talking about, "Wow, what are you got playing? You need lingerie too?" And I'm like, "Did she just say that? She just said that." <laughs> And we all know Brooke's history. So it's always funny to me when she speaks up to anyone about what they're doing behind closed doors as a consenting adult. Listen, girl, first of all, she know that the girl ain't with, with Liam. She knew that this was for Thomas. And then you're going to throw in a joke about lingerie and her mom, Hope was like, really, mom? Yeah, I would have said the same thing. Get up out of here. I got company yep. coming over. Exactly. So wait a minute. She goes over to Forrester and try to stop Tom. So well, let's talk about that conversation too. <laughs> yeah, that's a that's a hum block. <laughs> and I yeah, that's a cock block. <laughs> Thomas, he handled himself very well because mm-hmm. I got really worried as after this you uh, gave the spoilers from last week um, that mm-hmm. he was going to be angry and get in her face and I'm like oh don't do it Thomas but he handled himself very well this week and she was really trying to poke the bear to see if that might you know change his emotion or try to switch his thoughts he mm-hmm. was even tempered relaxed cool calm collected and he's like look I got plans like if your daughter doesn't want to see me she'll let me know next right right and then she kept saying, but you know, she really don't love you. I mean, you're going to get your heart broken. She don't, I'm pretty much trying to say she don't want you like that. She's just using you. And he was like, okay. he knows. <laughs> he knows he's being yeah. used. Right. And she right, can but use did, you for as long as she wants. But he did say that I think that's going to change. I got hope that she's going to change her mind. And then Brooke says, I don't, I mean, unless there's something that I haven't seen. I'm like, oh, no, you haven't seen it. <laughs> she's seen more than a lot of people, not the parents really should. I mean, she's like, yeah. it's like she's a magnet to people just, just getting it in. I'm like, girl, like, this is your daughter. Like, how many, like, you would think like, if you crack the door open, you see a little something, you you mind your business. You open up the door and be like, oh my God, it, it, it's, it's Thomas and Hope. And, oh my God. 
<laughs> and you stay <laughs> in the room. You stay in the room. <laughs> With the smell right. in the air and you still questioning right. this girl. <laughs> but what I was no. referring to is when Brooke said, I don't know what she sees in you. And I'm thinking like, mm-hmm. I don't think you want to know what she sees. No, she knows. That's why she's mad. That's why yeah. she Brooke cannot oh, she be Brooke again. The, wait a minute, Bree. Bree, she want a piece of the rock. Is that what you're saying? She tried before. Oh. <laughs> yeah, she did. She tried before. She wanted a piece of Ridge's son years back and had no problem mm-hmm. kissing on up and Thomas. So it was okay for you to do it then, but now you don't see what the, what's a, appealing to him now. Mm-hmm. Because he wants your daughter mm-hmm. and always wanted your daughter. And this is the only force of man you really haven't had yet. Mm-hmm. It's the mm-hmm. only other force of man she hasn't had yet. Mm-mm. So that nope. bothers her, in my opinion. Of course it is. Of course it is. I mean... She girl, she probably jealous of her daughter. Cause I mean, she been with Riz about how many times? About um, about forty years now. So it's like, yeah, okay. Go plan your wedding and leave Thope alone. Another wedding. Oh my God. <laughs> I forgot about that day. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, and, 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 and rightfully so. <clears throat> I mean, where's this wedding that you spoke? You design a whole dress. Worry about your own business. Your your daughter is grown. Exactly. You know what would help? They just write a scene like, hey, we went to the courthouse and we're officially married. Boom. Done. We don't need to see a wedding. Oh, well, wait, wait, girl. We got to get to the, ooh, the baby. Ooh. What? You heard, you heard what she said about having a baby, right? Yeah. Oh. Okay. So, all right, let me ask you this. Uh-huh. Your, your hope and you open that door and you're in your lingerie and there's Liam. Why, why you let him in? That's what I was saying. Like you couldn't see him through that, that little uh, curtain right there. See like Liam, like, Oh, okay. Girl, you could have went to the back room. You could have went to the bathroom. He would have eventually had left, girl. You didn't need to have this whole conversation with this man. <laughs> Especially no, when no. he left. Especially when he left that house. So he can't no. even... So what's the point of you coming to the property? And the funny part was, like, Hope was like, the, the kids aren't even here. The kids are with Donna. Like, what are you doing here? Mm-hmm. Well, and, mm-hmm. Oh, I was just going to say, when she... um when she said you threw us away i was like oh my god he did he had not one ounce of of compassion or forgiveness for her and she said it flat out everything she said to him was that was just such a perfect script it was beautiful it was it was a simple he was first trying to throw thomas up on the bus have you forgotten Mm -hmm. He kept mm-hmm. us from our daughter and blah blah blah. She was like, "Look, that's old news. It's in the past. He's doing. He's changed, and I didn't forgive him of that. I believe in second chances. Okay, now what? <laughs> so then he put on the waterworks. He was like, "Okay, that don't work no more. All right, let me try this. I love you. I always will love you, really. And that's right. where it left us with that cliffhanger on Thursday, leading us into today." 
And then he goes into this whole thing about sleeping, y'all sleeping together. And she looking like, yeah, and yeah, he blowing my back out. So what? <laughs> it was back up. Was back up. That whole conversation at the door, I was cracking up. I've seen these, these two, those two episodes at least twice. Mm-hmm. They were at the door. He was like, "What? What? What, what do you got on? Um, <clears throat> lingerie." And he was like, "I don't. I really don't want to know. I don't, what are you doing? There's candles. There's dinner. I don't want to know." Well, now you know. Well, now you know, Liam. Now you know I'm gonna be back on this couch, and <laughs> I was gonna be. <laughs> I'm paraphrasing, but and you know, it it, it didn't so. As a woman, mm-hmm. it could have just been it, it, it just because you're in lingerie does not mean someone's coming over. Now, I realized there was two glasses of wine, but many women light candles all over the place and drink wine and lounge in their lingerie alone and they enjoy it. And so what got me was his assumption about what was possibly going to happen. Now, of course he was right. Um, and it was just, the whole thing was just beautiful. I mean, it was that, I will say that's, that was great. The whole, the whole scene. I'm, I know Brie, I backed it up and watched it again too. It was so good. And this is after Steffi had turned him down. So he decided he wanted to crawl his mm-hmm. behind over to, to, mm-hmm. to hope who did, he didn't give a damn about at all uh, mm-hmm. this whole time. It was just what, about a week and a half, about two weeks ago, he had a whole conversation with Thomas in the office saying like, hey, well, uh, well hey, pal, how are you doing? Hey, g- yep. give, give this to Hope for me. I, 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 Steffi needs to be with a guy like me and this, this, and this. Now, all of a sudden, Steffi doesn't want you. Oh, you come over to Hope. Mm-hmm. She don't give a damn. She already has a whole that whole cabin set for a whole other man. And open up the door in lingerie. She didn't give a damn if you saw what she had on. She said, "My plans are set. I know what I'm doing." So, oh, she oh, go ahead. No, I'm sorry. And then he had Liam just come back around, tucking his tail and trying to find any place where he can lay his head at. Yeah. <laughs> honestly when thomas got there i was just like oh this is just beautiful this is so good yeah. well before she got before he got there he was asking her about whether she used birth control you use i'm like birth control? she was like that ain't none of your business so we know that's a no um <laughs> Right, and then he says, well, are you thinking about having a baby with Thomas? And she was looking like, well, you know, why not? Now, there was a couple of thoughts I had in my head. <laughs> I don't think I can say them on YouTube. Uh, but... Wait a minute, Bree. Jay got a message for you in the chat. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my God. I just saw did that. Did you read it? Yes, I did. <laughs> Look. <laughs> you want me to read it out loud? Go for it. Go for it. <laughs> <laughs> Jay said, what? Would you agree? 
would you go ahead you read it out loud then go ahead it says would you greet me at the door with some laundry like hope did for time well she greeted uh liam so she thomas didn't even get the full display oh oh my goodness yeah i mean he ruined that because i know she probably wanted to come to the because remember she didn't have a jacket on her back was out Yep. And then she put the little silky jacket that goes with it on top. So she was ready to show him the cute outfit, meaning Thomas, but she was Liam excited. and Brooke had a Liam and Brooke interrupted that whole thing. Yep. Heinous interrupt us. Yeah. It, it it that right there. But the fact that she felt comfortable because Hope would have felt mortified. She she the fact that she set this up on her mom's property and as much as we've been getting on hope about not being clear about her feelings i'm glad that she was friday's episode if Uh, that that wasn't clear i don't know what was the way she read him down and the fact that she opened up that door she got to thomas and was like look my man is here if that's mm -hmm. not clear my man is here. He's about me and for me. And I love him for that. That was like, I wasn't expecting to hear that so soon. I thought we were going to have to wait weeks to hear that. Yeah, because she's been pushing Thomas off like, oh, I don't know what I want. I'm not ready for anything. I'm taking it day by day. Da, 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 da. And then she just put it all on the table. <clears throat> Now, what did y'all think about her telling Liam, you just can't come over here. This ain't your house no more. That was perfect. I was like, oh, my goodness. <laughs> I was like, oh, look at Land of Lakes. He losing all of his women. He can't go to people's properties whenever he chooses to. Mm-mm. Oh, that privilege has gone away. Yeah, his key, <laughs> ring, his key ring's getting a lot lighter. Exactly. That's a good one. <laughs> oh, uh, uh, Trish. Yes. Darby. <laughs> what? Darby thirteen. Are you in the chat? I just closed it after the after you read Jay's. I was. It looked like I was going to crash. I had an error. <laughs> uh oh. What's yeah. it say? Open, it says. Um, you said. What did you say about interruptus? Heinous, Heinous interruptus. Is- <laughs> Darby said peeny interrupters oh <laughs> my gosh I can't even see that at all <laughs> oh my goodness yeah I had to close it sorry y'all yeah I'm about to do the same myself that is crazy oh man and then this fool even though he walked out he got the nerve to be look, watching them through the window getting it on he backed up, walked backwards, and and did the whole lurt, like lean back and look in, and then and then just yeah, yeah, he was lurch. That was that was. I was so glad that he that he saw that because he truly had no clue. That was fun to watch. It was fun to watch when Thomas walked in. And she's letting she's letting Liam know, hey, this is my man. Then turns to Thomas, 
grabs him, pulls him into her, and was about to almost kiss Thomas in front of Liam. That mm-hmm. stupid look that Liam had on his face, mm-hmm. like, like he didn't lost all his money. He didn't yeah. lost it all. He about to snap. He don't have his precious hope anymore. Uh-uh. Thomas is knocking mm-hmm. her down to the point where she for he she forgot about precious Liam. Yep. Oh no. Oh, poor Liam. <laughs> yeah, he is literally soul crushed right now. Mm, he would have been really crushed if he saw Finn picking Steffi up last week <laughs> and run to that bedroom. I mean, yeah. you want to lurk at windows? Yeah, mm-hmm. let's give you an eye fool. Right. You know, I mean, I don't know how long he's because it left us with the cliffhanger today. I don't know how long he's going to stick around at that window. Is he going to watch almost everything? I hope or so. what? I, I, <laughs> Maybe he'll get some tips. Uh, and, and use them on Phoenix. cares about Liam at this point. Phoenix, <laughs> Rising, Phoenix Rising said the exact same thing I said in my recap. 12 years of karma came full circle today. Look puke. Hip, hip, hooray. Yay. Crashing down. Yeah, this is yep. so fun to watch. And I and he is playing it so well. I mean, he looked so um what it's not humbled. The word is not humbled. He looked so it's not even defeated. What just he is just it's just sad, he's, sad he's, tears of a clown. Yeah, he's exacerbated. Is that the right word? Yes. Mm, is it is or right exasperated? I think it's exasperated. Maybe it's exasperated. Somebody help me out. Yeah, I think that's a guess. He's exasperated with everything. And he exacerbated the situation about being exasperated. Correct. There you go. Okay, there we go. (laughs) I knew I'd figure out a way to use that word. Yeah, I mean, Liam stood at that door. They started playing that weird music in in, in the background like he was losing it or becoming unhinged. Did you see his eye twitch? Mm-hmm. Girl, yeah. So <laughs> that dude is about, he about to lose it. I mean, he can't stand Thomas. Just oh. as much as, as uh, Victoria and Nicholas can't stand Adam. That's how He's much he can't sick. stand Thomas. I, I don't oh. think it's even that. It's the fact that these two women are happy without him. Yes. I don't think it matters a man because Thomas has always been a part of Hope's life. He ain't going anywhere. Same way Thomas is, is Steffi's brother. He's not going anywhere. It's the fact that he, these women were always fighting over him. He got comfortable and, and, and settled into that fact that these two women want him. And these women will, will gladly fight for him, gladly lie for him, everything. These girls did the most stupid, heinous of things. He felt that being in his late 30s now, he's able to pull the same tricks on these women. No. They then moved on. They didn't have awakenings. They inviting men to their mama's property. They ready to get backed up onto the couch and every damn thing. No. It's the fact that you're not that guy anymore. It will never Okay, be- but we still got a problem though. They still haven't found them divorce papers. I'm hoping after this that the, those papers are fine, are filed. I hope so too. I don't think they're going to be filed until 
Hope tells her mother off and says, like, hey, I love Thomas. Deal with it. I don't, because I, I think this is the only other person she has really been able to put her foot down. I think she's taken steps to kind of let her mom put boundaries with her mom. But to put her foot down the way she did with Liam today, like, hey, you're going to stay out of it. I love Thomas. It is what it is. Deal with it. I think she's got one more step to go with Brooke. And I think that's when she'll well, buy those papers. Do you think that Liam is going to run tell Brooke about what he saw and his encounter and saying, hey, you need to talk to your daughter. She's thinking about having kids with and, Thomas. She said that she loves him. All, all loves Brooke is, whatever. All Brooke is going to say, like, boy, you're late. Like, I bet I knew about this months ago. No, no, <laughs> saying is that is he going to go and try to use Brooke to stop her because see if Brooke only thinks that Hope is using him just for fun now after Liam says no she actually says that she wants to have babies with this man mm-hmm. and that she loves him Brooke did- is going to be shocked by that <clears throat> the thing is she can be shocked all she wants it, it what i love about hope and thomas is that they want to be around each other they they're not going to as much as many things as people said <clears throat> to hope about thomas finn included everyone around has said something negative about thomas mm-hmm. they are of no comparison to what he is doing for that woman in that bedroom and that's just the bottom line she fell in love with whatever that he was doing and she is like hey this man is all for me and and, and wants to love on me i want to have that i'm not going to get rid of that for for anybody if i have moved on you guys need to move on too so that, that there's not much that brooke can really say it's done it's over with and plus as much as liam had already professed his love for steffi to rich so what's he going to do tell brooke this play one parent and play the other parent to try to keep both of the women in his loop come on now he, would he, you like to see them actually get married and have a kid uh hope and thomas yeah i okay. wouldn't mind that i wouldn't you, mind Chris? that Yes, I think that would be just a lot of fun to see that happen. Um, I think it would also had, add a different dynamic in the office because they're now not just designing together. And, um, you know, Thomas doesn't have a lot, but if, if you know, if we do lose the patriarch, then maybe he will have left Thomas something too. And uh, that could put a power struggle in play. Um, you know, I don't know. There's a lot of stuff that could happen. Because mm-hmm. Eric and Donna are not married. So unless he's written her into something, if he does make an exit, um, she's not getting anything. I, you know what? Okay, so this is a speculation, and I should probably make another video about it. But So there was a video that Ashley Jones, and I'm trying to remember her new last name because I think she got married, but the girl that plays Bridget, her and Finn and the winner of the big brother oh i read that um, yeah th- she's gonna be playing a doctor and that episode is coming out right before christmas that they're doing okay i'm wondering are those three gonna team up to come up with some miracle idea to take care of eric because it's like when i saw that come out yesterday and i'm like hmm 
all three of y'all, what are y'all working on? And that's the only thing I can think of is that they coming together. Maybe they found something, which it sucks because it's kind of like making Dr. Kobe look bad, you know, because of the fact that he couldn't come up with nothing. And then all of a sudden, which was stupid in the first place. I mean, it's doctors all through that family. Lee, Ben, uh, you know, Bridget, why would you talk to, I mean, I know Eric tried to keep it a secret for a while, but at some point you got doctors all around your family. You know what I'm saying? But I don't know. I'm wondering if that's going to be where they're going to go with this, because a lot of us, he looked like a goner to me. I mean, it's like this man is deteriorating fast, right? Yeah. Yeah. But then when I saw them post that yesterday, I'm like, huh. Maybe they're going to come together for something. I don't know. Did you, you say you saw it, right? Yeah, I saw that. I, maybe they're trying to, like, wrap everything up for, like, the holiday stuff. But once again, like, the writers came back. I feel like there's there's a lot of loose ends with some of these storylines. And there, there's certain things that we wish could make it better. So maybe with the the permanent writers or the original writers come back and, you know see what they can do for the Eric storyline because I hear a lot of mixed things that he's not leaving, he's leaving the show, that he's leaving by February sweeps or that he's leaving by um by the end of the year and they're they're you know planning like a whole Christmas special in, in honor of him. Like I've heard many different things. Um so I think they're destroying that in the air you know, to see if, you know, if we need to bring in new characters, you know, mix up the storylines. Because bringing Bridget on, I actually would be here for that. Um, I would like to see, you know, that put, you know, love triangle between Steffi, Finn, and Bridget. I don't know. That it, it like, it bring some more characters on to mix it up. Maybe they're just trying to figure out what, you know, could work going forward for Eric or for the other characters. Mm-hmm. Because yeah, this well, came out we'll of nowhere. Yeah, it, it did. So I'm kind of curious of where they're going to go with that. But um, going back to this week, yeah, Liam got his karma in a very, very <laughs> Yeah, he got it right in the face. I mean, this wasn't the way I was hoping he would find it. I was hoping that he would just walk in. I wanted to be like, I wanted to be as painful as possible. But you know what? That he he came to the house. She showed up in lingerie. He knew what time it was, and she she w- w- pulled Thomas in and said, like, "Hey, this is my man. Go get." And he did. <laughs> so. Well done, BNB. This this is a cliffhanger Friday. This is a Friday episode. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. It was good. I mean, after a lot of sorrow this week to have Thursday and Friday's episode with this situation. Yeah. It was good. I gotta give it to him. So you got anything else you want to vent out about this week? No, I just thoroughly enjoyed that. Uh, mm-hmm. quick, quick thing, quick thing. Because um, I think I said it a little bit earlier. Did you? I was not expecting to see Cheekage at the end of this episode. Did anyone catch that? Wait a minute, you saw you saw Cheekage? Yes. On who? Hope. 
Oh. It was at the very end where Thomas had pulled her in. They showed the whole. Ch- <laughs> oh dang! I well, no, I'm gonna have to go back and look now. Right. I gotta if I can see the cheekage. It was like <laughs> I because I had to watch because I remember I watched it a couple times back. It was like at, um, right when Liam had started looking in the mirror in, in the window, uh, Thomas had pulled a hope in, and you see a little bit of cheekage. <laughs> I was like, oh my goodness, this is tv 14 or something it's like red shoes diary it's a lot of cheek not a whole uh, lot of cheek but it was enough to know what it was. too funny he, you know what matt probably didn't even realize that he pulled that dress up so so far <laughs> i don't know that's crazy um okay am i the only so one who us- saw that i'm just curious <laughs> Any, okay, let me back- ask, i'll ask the chat yeah Anybody in the chat, did you guys notice what Bree noticed at the end of the episode with the cheekage? Because I didn't, I missed it. And I actually recorded the clip. So I'm going to have to go back because I added it in my recap. So <laughs> Dewan said, Hope doesn't have any cheeks. <laughs> now, now, not what I saw, oh, but it oh, was it was oh it was goodness. I was was not expecting it to be that racy. I was like, oh, I was like, okay. Like she was not playing any game. Okay. All right. I figured they always had like shorts or something. I was not okay. Well, Phoenix said, yep, it's up there. Uh Bridget was like, Bridget Jackson said, No, I had eyes on Liam. Nicole Beth said she saw it. Yep. <laughs> Um, like I said, it wasn't a whole lot. It was just it caught me off guard. I was like, "Oh my gosh!" It's like this is Red Shoe Diaries. Oh my goodness, girl, you're so funny. <laughs> oh my goodness. I yeah. Keep... So I'm curious to find out what Monday is gonna look like. If Liam is still gonna be like watching the tail end of this, or uh, uh, um, some clothes fall to the floor or something, we won't of course see anything. But some clothes fall to the floor and he's still there. He better not watch the whole thing. That gets kind of creepy. That's creepy. If, yeah. if, if he's <laughs> yeah, there, that's creepy. If he's there the entire episode, I will be dying laughing. I'm sorry. <laughs> it like if he's watching them change positions. <laughs> uh, okay, girl. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, that that'll be a little too creepy for me. Be like, dude, you gonna watch them? And he don't live there no more. You know what? She should have took his keys. Like, dude, can you turn over your key and and remove him access from the property? Girl, you know Brooke ain't gonna do that. Liam is always welcome on Brooke's property. Oh, I wonder why. This is another man that she hasn't had yet. Mm. Oh. Oh, man. Girl, that's funny. Uh-huh. All right. Let's go ahead and do our last two segments. Boy, this was a crazy week, to say the least. So, our first segment, because obviously with 100, we got up to 190 people up here at one point. It's oh, 180 right now. Fun. Yes, 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 yes. So I appreciate all of you guys. Make sure y'all hit that like button and subscribe as well. Um, 
So for those that are new in the chat, that are new here, that's listening, whether you're in the comment section or you're ninja watching in the shadows, but you're watching, um, we have two segments where one is called Flip the Script. If there's a particular scene or storyline that we you wish we could change or they could change, this is where we flip the script. And then who's taking several seats? Um, you know, somebody that just got on your nerves, somebody in somebody else's business. I don't know if you watched my recap today, but, um, Janine Reyes, I posted a clip of her, the news lady, where she had said in her news lady voice to take several seats. So, yeah, somebody got on your nerves, not minding their business. That's where we said, go sit down somewhere and take a seat. All right. So for the young and the restless ladies. Who is, what, what is your flip to script? Go ahead, Bree. Um, my flip to script, actually, yeah. My flip to script would have been Nikki would have picked up something to defend herself. All them lamps, knives, he had a whole kitchen. He had everything, dining room chairs, every damn thing. And you mm -hmm. chose to do nothing. So I would flip the script where Nikki had common sense. Yeah. Okay. I, what you got, Bray? I mean, uh, Trish. I I, I wish uh, in the time when Kyle was telling Diane everything that he did, I mm -hmm. wish Billy had been lurking in the background and heard the whole thing. Oh, me too. Because that would have opened up a whole can of worms and story opportunity. Okay. Okay, cool. Um, my flip to script would have been Adam when they was talking in front of him about the fact that he has never done anything for this family. Put say, you know, I think one of y'all said it early. Kidney, save your life, Nicholas. Yeah. How many times you wouldn't be here if it wasn't for me? Your yeah. daughter wouldn't be here if it wasn't for me. I'm missing a whole organ. Yep. You know. Put that on, cause I sometimes I'll be like Adam, how y'all, how you gonna let them talk to you like that? Right. Say something back. Don't be like, oh okay, I shut up. Oh okay, yeah I know. Like, dude, tell them where to go. Yeah, you're they not keep doing, doing it. Yeah, they keep doing it because of the fact that he allows it. So, all right, and bold, flip that script, girls. <laughs> um I would say when oh when Liam was saying like oh I still love you hope I was hoping that hope would just pick up a phone call Steffi and be like girl come get your man <laughs> oh dang girl you so crazy <laughs> oh what you got uh Trish so you know, when Liam was staring in the window mm -hmm. at the end, I wish in the other window, like walking up the side of the house, that Brooke would have walked up and seen him see them. Ah! Oh, I'm into, the, I'm into the voyeur thing today, I guess. I don't know why, but I just wish someone would have seen him see them. And I wish it would have been Brooke. She would have been like, stop it, Lee. Go stop. Yeah. 
I will not allow this to happen. Go stop. I will not allow this. Yeah. <laughs> Girl, and then she was telling Thomas how Hope is still grieving over her marriage with Liam. Yeah, okay. She doesn't look very sad to me. Oh, she's getting Mm-mm. comfort somehow. Oh, she crying, but it's not for him. And she crying. <laughs> Happy well. tears, my dear. Exactly. <laughs> tears of exactly. relief. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Um, my flip the script for bold is um Poppy telling Lee, girl, you need to go talk to somebody about that. Yes. Please go talk to somebody. You carrying this way too long. From what I understand, it's been years. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm yeah, happy because twenty-one. I'm happy because I moved on, and you know, I have to keep my life moving forward. You still stuck in the past. You gotta go talk to somebody, girl. Mm-hmm. Yep. Get All help. right. Get some help. Um, we got some flips in this comment section. I saw Lashanta says, "I wish Claire Grace didn't mess with Nikki sobriety." That's a good one. Yep. Mary says Devon and Lily tell Nate he will never work at Chancellor Winners again. Um, Lashanta said when Liam told Steffi he wants her back. I don't know if she left a piece out of that or what. Okay. Oh, Nicole says B and B during the scene with Ridge, Thomas and Steffi not being Brooke in the scene, she was not needed. Oh, yeah, that should have been a private mm-hmm. moment with the kids. I see what she's saying. Um, oh, dang. Darby says, technically, Adam organs are, are the property of his kids. Should they need them? Not his brother's accident-prone kids. Tell Faith to harvest her own father's kidneys. Dang. Ooh, ooh. <laughs> okay, Darby. You're choosing violence. Yeah, <laughs> but we'll give you a minute to think about it and then come back and tell us how you really feel. Right. Say it with your whole chest. Um, I see you. Too funny. All right. <laughs> and then who y'all got taking seats on The Young and the Restless? Oh, man. Oh, goodness. Uh I, I will put Victoria and Kyle in the same seat. They're in the same boat. They're, they're both entitled. They're never happy. They're handed literally everything, but want to do the most and get the same result, which they have nobody, <laughs> no one to lean towards, and they still stuck at square one. Mm-mm. What you got, uh, Trish? Uh, you know, I, I do agree with that. And I would also, I, I honestly, just because she's not using her head, and I know she's already like in the prone position, but I'm going to put Nikki in a seat too, because mm-hmm. like we talked about earlier and Bree said, you should have known better. Where were the bodyguards? Why Why are you going to this person's house? You don't know this these people. Um, so she's got to take a seat. And uh yeah, I think Nick could probably take a seat too, just for talking to Adam, talking about Adam, and like he's not there. And and Victor mm-hmm. just take a seat too because this whole entire ridiculousness. Yeah, yeah. I'm I'm going to put um, Victoria and Nicholas in the seat for talking crazy in front of Adam's face, and then I'm going to put Audra in the seat for 
dropping the mask and then texting him to say, can we work it out? He yeah. saw what you were about. You're going to text him back and say, oh, don't let this come between us. Uh, girlfriend, you didn't show your two colors. Sorry. It's a, yeah. it's a wrap. You know, she, did you see how she did that? She just like, you're weak. You're a coward. You're, and then she went for his manhood. I'm like, okay. And I know we don't feel too sorry for Kyle, but it's like, dang, girl, you're going for the juggler. Yeah. We can, we can not feel sorry for Kyle and still think she's really cruel at the same time. Exactly. I don't feel bad for Kyle. I will never feel bad for Kyle. He knew exactly what he was getting twice. Yeah. Mm-mm. Well, maybe we can send Audra over there to, to, to Liam. She'll definitely <laughs> work through it. She never survive, T. She would chew him up and spit him out. No, well, that's... somebody, girl, <laughs> somebody Burr. needs to add a little bit of level of karma on top of that. I, I, she, she would go after a bill, but she, she would go after Liam. Oh, no. Oh, yeah. the, the, plus, the man that Audra described was Adam. Did you guys notice that? The man that she was right when she was arguing with Kyle about like you're a coward, you're this. I thought you were the type of man who wants to go after what he wants and and you know takes no qualms about it. No, I'm paraphrasing, but it she described a guy like Adam. So they're going to keep that girl on that show. Um, oh yeah, without question. Listen, I still would like to see uh, Adam Audra relationship. Them two would be so spicy together. I'm I'm sick of Sally. I'm just over her right now. So I mean, with and I know she's on the on the on the villain side of the world right now. Audra is so that'll make it bad to put, you know, especially if they're trying to redeem Adam, to put him with Audra right now. It wouldn't be a good look for him. I I agree. But with that. if they work it a way where they could just be, I mean. She is just as smart and ruthless as Adam could be. Exactly. And and that's the thing. Um, she likes to be around these affluent type of men, these men, these ruthless type of men. That's why she doesn't mind a guy like Tucker. And she doesn't mind being his side piece every now and again. But um, it's the type of man that she's describing. Yes, she has Tucker, like, you know, in her pocket, if you will, but the man that she wants is a guy like Adam, without question. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And putting those two minds together, mm-hmm. they could, girl, they could run ruckshot through General City. The two she, of them. She might be the only one to encourage him not to worry about Newman Enterprises and start his own company. Yeah, I just think this is a huge missed opportunity for the writers with those two. And if you're listening, writers, if you happen to come across, you know, this content and you're listening, you know, we're putting it out there, you know, maybe down the road, maybe get an Adam and Audra situation going. And, and, you know, if if you guys can write me into um, a couple of scenes, that would be That'd be very nice too. I like you know, and and I'll give you a handful of people. I will gladly do scenes with if you if you just give me like an episode, 
since we're well, writing I mean, things in. You know, we, let's just write us all three in that this badass blog gets to go and interview Forrester Creations and we go do that together. That'd be fun. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Girl, listen. <laughs> we're helping the writers I'm now. Just, we're doing our part. Yeah, we're helping the writers. You know, so. I mean, it's all about ideation, you know. <laughs> did we put everybody in the seat? Oh, we didn't do bold. We didn't seat. do bold yet. No, we didn't do bold yet. Okay, um, what you got for bold? Let's on see. three, let's go. On three, let's say the first one we think of on bold. One, two, three. Liam. Brooke. <laughs> I said Brooke. Brooke trying to stop that boy. Thomas was like, look, it's getting late. I got to go. <laughs> He's like, reclaiming my time. Reclaiming my time. <laughs> exactly. Brooke needs to take several seats. It's like, girl, if you don't get out that man's face. Get out of your own children's business. Right? Oh. You. And, and on top of or, or, or get out of your children's groins business. Exactly. Oh <laughs> exactly. As, as much as she oh, cried about God. Ridge, she, 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 as soon as she got Ridge, she didn't care about him no more. Right. Mm-hmm. Like, right. She, she, like she'll, she'll listen, Bree. She broke the pack to get the ridge. Showed it. <laughs> and took no accountability. He's like, uh-uh. No, he this just magically happened. It's your fault, Taylor. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. Right. That that's that's how it usually works. But as soon as she got rich, she'll kiss him here and there, but then she went back to focusing on her kids business it's like you you have a whole wedding that no one cared about that you need to plan and <laughs> you know you just we just found out with the stuff with eric you have other things to focus on your sister needs you why are you worried about your daughter's mm-hmm. bedroom so badly I mean, your daughter's yeah. doing fine look at her. she's got this glow about her at new hairstyle she's in all black she she's perfectly fine in lingerie now she might actually take over your legacy bro <laughs> um, let me stop but right. <laughs> no we we know that legacy is for steffi but you know just let her grown kids be so i agree she can be in a seat um i had two other people for a seat though <laughs> oh okay. Liam, well, I'll save Liam for last, but Lee put her in a seat, put her in a psychiatric chair. Taylor, help this woman out, please. Help her work through her issues. And and Liam, if he really wants to take a seat and look, go sit, go walk back in and sit on the couch since you're so thirsty to see what they do. I know you want to look at Thomas and take some notes, especially since winter's coming. You need a girl and none of the women that you, you'd like to go to don't care for you no more. So mm-hmm. winter is here. Who's going to keep you warm at night? Uh, yeah, that's a good question. <laughs> Poor little thing. <laughs> um, and you did your bold seats, right? Um, Trish? yeah, I just had Liam. Yeah, yeah, I'm good. I okay. agree. With and I had too. Yeah, I had Brooke. I agree know, with that one like, too. The good grief. And then I gotta say, um, Zalika Silver won best dress of the week. 
And um, with that dress. dress she had on, what'd you say? That pink dress that she had? Mm-hmm. That was beautiful. That was pretty. That, and then they had her hair straightened out. So her hair kind of would look long and flowy and everything. She wear they they really her outfits really complement her well. So I don't know if y'all remember because I'm totally dating myself, but back in the 80s, there was this um this store that carried all of these silks and it was just silk blouses, silk skirts, silk dresses. And it was kind of the style that she's wearing now, but no shoulder pads. Obviously, there were shoulder pads back then. Um, she doesn't have shoulder pads in these. And I don't want shoulder pads coming back. It's just my opinion. <laughs> but anyway, we about shoulder pads. Um, but it was the same kind of look of the dress, the flowiness and the contour. And it's just so elegant. And quite frankly, that color is just off the charts. I love it. Yeah. I know what you're talking about. Do you look at the screen? Yes. I can see the screen. I can't see the comments, though. But um, look at this cute couple. I'm glad that they're, they're taking production photos. So we know that they're going to be a couple. At least that's what this tells me. Because normally when they do, like, these, you know, press shoots like this, that means they're going to be together. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I don't, don't see it. You don't see it, uh, Trish? No. Do you see it? Do y'all see the pictures? I have computer the problems. I had to shut all my other windows. Maybe it's a delay on your end. Can you guys see the picture in the comment section? Let me know. But sometimes YouTube is a little delayed. Who's in the picture? But you can see it, right, Bree? Right? Yeah, I can see them. It's it's Hope and Thomas. It's the the new it's the new Hope, okay. in all black. She said, "Painted Wait, did black." Did you close? Did you um? Did you cut it? Did you uh, close out your thing and then come back in? Maybe I, you it, can see it now. It should be coming up. Maybe go ahead. What you say, Bree? It's like I I have the opposite problem. I can see the video, I just can't see the comments. It's like there's like an error message. I oh keep... my gosh! It's what YouTube. Is going on? YouTube. Yeah, YouTube and... must be tripping. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Yeah, I see people see it. They say they see it. I think they are so cute together. That yeah. is, uh, I love there that shot. Go. Okay, I see it now. Cool. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's mm -hmm. great. So photogenic. The light, I mean, and the lighting, man, so good. Mm -hmm. This is perfect. And Thomas finally got himself a girl. Can we please get a hand clap? It took forever. <laughs> it took, it took, it took them 12 years to, to circle around the same love interest, but he finally got him a girl. But pray, give that man a clap, give him applause, reverb, or I mean, whatever. It you know what if they write this thing right they could be a, a power couple they could yes. yes just don't screw it up writers you got a you got a word they got a new name it used to be dope fans they actually call themselves dope nation now uh, oh so they really can't mess this up wow mm -mm. Mm -mm. This I is think that's an impact. fan base 
Yeah, that folk fan, that Sorry. folk nation fan base is probably bigger than maybe even Steffi and um, Steffi and Liam or Steffi and Finn. Oh, without question, because yeah. for years it was Lope, it was Liam and Hope. Everything. I'm glad that they phased that out because I feel like that was a a point in time. These are like young people, you know, fighting over a man, but now. They went through some issues, divorces, children, <laughs> affairs. It, 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 we we see some elevation, especially today. But um, good for them. They're such a they're cute on screen couple. Yeah, you know, sometimes they put people together. It's like mm, like what we see with Chance and Sharon. It's like what were you thinking? But these two, they're photogenic together. Their chemistry on screen is together. I mean, it's just, they're on point. I mean, she's better with Thomas than she was ever with Wyatt or with Liam, to me. Yeah, I agree. The chemistry is off the charts. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And the fact that they make the scene so realistic and hot at the same time, it's like, oh my goodness. It's almost like you would think, even though we know J-Matt just got married last week, but you would think that they are blend so well in the romance scenes that you would think they were probably an off-screen couple. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, but we know that man that we know Matt's wife is a happily married woman. We 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 already got a little glimpse of what was she then married. So congratulations, uh, right? You, congratulations is right. You the won beautiful. the yeah. You won the yep, I mean, lottery this year. <laughs> I know, I know. And I mean, the scenes where he's biting and they scratching each other and all types of stuff, you would think that they're in their own world and when they're filming or something. I don't know. It's weird. I've never seen somebody that, that has that much chemistry and be so into each other in those scenes. Mm-hmm. It's good acting on both of their parts. Yep. They're all, they're yeah, all absolutely. very Listen, talented. If I was Britney, if I was Britney, I'd be like, I can't watch. Mm-mm-mm. I ain't watching. <laughs> I wonder what that would be like to be like the spouse of an actor who does who does these scenes, and like, and then your family members are watching your partner do this. <laughs> it, it's I don't know. That would probably get to me a little bit, but maybe she's used to dating mm-hmm. actors. Mm-hmm. Well, she's an actress herself. Brittany is. Oh, oh. So, okay. oh, so she yeah, knows. So, yeah, she knows. She knows. I was just being funny. But <laughs> yeah, obviously, she's probably done some acting in her time, too. So, yep. All right, you guys, you got anything else? Um, No, this just, is a very fun week. It was a great yes, week. I loved it. Every minute of it, and I'm gonna go watch that scene again right now because I have to see the cheeks. It's at the very tail end, the very tail end. You'll see it like Liam will look, like, look right into the um, the um, the curtains. Hope drops down her robe, and then they show that that scene, and you'll see the cheeks. I promise you will not miss it. (laughs) It it, it made me laugh, it caught me off guard. I was like, wait a minute. Like, wait a minute. Oh, my goodness. Is this showtime? What am I watching? Too funny. Oh, my goodness. It's too funny. All right. Well, we're going to end it right here. Have a great... Now, next week is Thanksgiving weekend, okay? 
I will be out of town. Yeah. So, yeah. And so I don't think that, and that's that, that Friday night. Yeah. I'll still be, I'll be in Kentucky. So yeah, I'm, I'm going to my oldest thanks for Thanksgiving and then they'll come up for Christmas. So very cool. Safe travels. Have a lovely time. Same to yeah, you. you too, you too. So I'll you. I'll let you guys know if anything, but I don't think we're gonna have a show next week. The weekend, the week of the twenty seventh through the what is that? The first of December. Oh my God, December first. Crazy. This year has flown by. Twenty twenty four is coming. Good grief. Um. We'll probably have to cover two weeks because I don't want to put that much pressure yep. on you guys, myself. I'm going to be spending time with family. We're talking about doing some shopping that day. Excellent. And plus, I'll just be down. Yeah, I'm be down. Be down there. I haven't been down there probably since. Oh my god. Well, she was here last, so it's not my turn to go down there. So. Yeah, so I don't think we're going to have a show, guys. So enjoy. I'll, I'll try to get the recaps because I think it preempted for Thursday and Friday. Well, Thursday, of course. Friday, I think sports are coming on because they usually have college football or something on, on yeah. Friday. After yeah. So I think we're going to get three days, and I know I'll get those three recaps in for, you know, both soaps. And then the spoilers, I'm going to. Other myself and other bloggers and content creators are trying to because the source that we had don't give us the spoilers anymore as of the 13th of November. So we have to um, look for other sources. So I'm still going to get those out. And um, other than that, I think that is it. So you guys have a wonderful holiday. Enjoy your family. Be safe. And I guess we'll reconvene back on the week of December. Well, that's Friday is December 1st. Yep. Okay. Sounds like a plan. All right, you guys have a good one and I'll talk to you later. Bye guys. Bye. Bye guys. Like, and subscribe. Night. Thanks for joining us this week on CBS Soap Dish Recap. Make sure you check us out on our Facebook group at The Young and the Restless, Bold and the Beautiful, Long Haul, Die Hard Fans group. We are 29,000 strong and we would welcome you. Also, never miss an episode. You can check us out on other platforms such as via RSS so you'll never miss a show. Also on Google Podcasts, Spotify, Breaker, Overcast, Pocket Cast, Radio Public, and more. While you're at it, if you found value in the show, give us a rating. If you simply want to tell a friend about the show, that would help us out too. We're signing off for now. We'll talk to you next week. Bye.